Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. And we are live. The last word. Lord Cognito, Ebontis, Ty Guy, Travis, fresh on that Thursday evening campfire. We're back, boys. The Cheetah. How are we doing, sir? Uh, doing pretty good. Um, getting back into running a little bit more lately after my crazy years. So trying to actually get back outside and get to doing that because I had my ladder fall at the start of the year. I've had some like heel pain sure? and stuff and just yeah. trying to work things out. And between ladder like fall is the least interesting James Bond movie. <laughs> it does sound like a game. <laughs> it, does, it does sound like something. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so we did our show last week, uh, just Travis and I, right before the Game Awards. So we got to talk about Season of the Wish, so we'll hear about you. Yes, I've been yes. playing Lego games. Didn't expect that coming. Uh, but actually having fun doing it. And then, yeah, so just kind of getting into the final couple weeks of the year. And I'm more curious what you gents have to say, because I kind of have yeah. like a cold and I'm a bit stuffed up. So yeah, I'm going to keep my, uh, keep my sinus voice uh, minimal this down. week. So, Trav, man, what you been up to? What you been going? What's been going on? I like Ubontis' sinus voice. He sounds more like me, more <laughs> nasally and nerdy. Nice. That's my whole life, man. Nice. So, mm-hmm. that's good. Uh, what's going on with me? I just finished, maybe seven minutes ago, my final review for 2023. Mm. So, which was uh, kind of a third VR game review for the year. Um, nice. Resident Evil nice. 4. Resident nice. Evil 4 remake VR mode, um, which was cool. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm uh, I've got one more preview. I'm I'm uh, covering Skull and Bones again. <laughs> I actually will be I'll here. be playing that tomorrow too. Oh really? You're gonna yep. be on the, the cool? Yeah, we should play together. Beta, yeah. Nice. Play. I I think I'm on Xbox this time. I did the preview for PC last time around, but I did PC just out of default. So for whatever reason, they wanted me on a console this time. So. Mm-hmm. Gonna check that out. Um, and uh, yeah, it's been a crazy year 26 reviews, Woo! probably even more previews than that. I don't even know. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I've got at least one game in every score bracket on a rubric, except for one. Wow. One, but I gave two through 10. I gave my first 10 earlier today. Uh, so you hit the your... rubric every single one except that's insane. And I actually that's saw that IGN gave their first one in a decade for an obvious reason, but that was funny yeah, too. Yeah, IGN gave its first one in a decade. Um, and last year that was also true, Cog. Last year I reviewed twenty five days and I or twenty five games, and I got uh, one in every number on the rubric except mm-hmm. for ten and one. I had never given a one before today, mm-hmm. so or never given a ten before today, and I've still never Ooh. given a one. So look out, y'all! Look out, <laughs> you don't know what's gonna happen. Um, so yeah, I'm... no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, man, for me, it's just been dog, like, how you doing, buddy. I've been good. I've been good, man. I mean, I'm actually look the early. Thank you, sir. I appreciate looking it. hot, honestly. You know, I try. On the podcast. You're ridiculous. Black don't crack, baby. We just get old. We try mm-hmm. to maintain. We just try to maintain. But yeah. oh, what yeah, I'm just saying. Trying, trying to crack. <laughs> You're ridiculous. 
<laughs> so as I was saying, <laughs> um, I mean, actually be battling uh, the cold that, that I think E is going through now. I'm just starting it. So I'm like, uh-oh, something's going around, but whatever. But as far as games are concerned, um, shout out to uh, King. He put me onto this little turn-based game um, I never knew about. It was called um, King Arthur, A Knight's Tale. Apparently, it's like a huge uh, PC game that's now coming over to ID at Xbox and um, turn-based. It's like this this turn on the King Arthur story where they, they die and then you kind of have to rebuild the knights of the round table and it's like fully voice acted, kind of double A energy, but really good, really good. I was really enjoying that. I've been playing that, obviously playing a lot of Destiny recently. Still got to do the damn dungeon, but I've been playing a lot of Dawning, caught up on all the story, all that good stuff. And I we'll talk about that later. And then what was the other thing? Demos, um, Tekken 8. Tekken 8 joint is out. Man, Namco's pulling out all the styles, bro. I, I think the feedback is heard. Mortal Kombat has lapped them so hard in, like, story and narrative. And to see them kind of go all out this way is really, really impressive. Oh, Austin, yes. Oh, I have a lot to talk about the Dragon's Breath. Thank you for mentioning that, Austin. Oh, you got a lot to say oh, about that. Oh, my words. Yeah, it's way better yeah, than I thought yeah, it was going to yeah. be. I Totally, yeah. I love you, love you, though. Appreciate you, my man. You're my man. I will say this in defense of you guys, heavy three or uh, solo 3.0 specific. No, you can't still use it well without it. But if you 3.0 and you solar, you build around it, man, it's it. I love it now. It's it's basically lasting impression, right? It's like lasting impression. And then when you get the catalyst to take damage, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. As far as the other games that I've been playing a lot of the infinite wealth um demo, and how you finish uh, like a dragon Gaiden. And yo, yo, Trav, we back, baby. We back. Yo, it is so funny and hilarious. I'm like, this could be my game of the year if y'all keep this up. Like, it is, it, Hawaii, them in Hawaii is the perfect, most ridiculous setting ever. Then, yeah. like, there's this one, I just gotta spoil this one part. <laughs> this part where, like, you know how to have the bonding with your crew. So you got the bond, and they're like, hey, you wanna do some trolley rides in Hawaii? Why they got a dude in this old man with a camera? He, and you're like, hey, what are you doing? I'm from Yokohama, whatever. I'm visiting Hawaii. And he, you, he lets you see his picture. Why in his thing he got lewd photos of all these buff, unscantily clad men in his phone? So you're like, yo, bro, you freak. What do you do? Why do you have all this stuff in your, in, your, in your camera? So what ends up happening is it's a mini game where you on a trolley and he's like, you got to catch all the sickos. They're doing all type of stuff. And, and I work with the police and it goes, bro, it's a mini game of you snapping show photos on a trolley, catching people doing lewd acts. I'm like, what is going on? Sorry for your monetization. E. I'm sorry. <laughs> but what is going on with this game? You got that. You got the turn base. Kiryu kind of plays in a traditional style in the turn base. It's great. One of your party you, members you is an Uber you driver. Beat a man without a name in order to get access to this. Yes, perfect oh marketing. My God, perfect marketing. Wow, it is, they really got you because you don't play me. those games. You need the you need the dubs, right? Yeah. So what it is is, guy didn't even do. I feel the fighting style of that beat him up is a little antiquated. I will say the agent style that they've given Kiryu is super dope. He's got some James Bond stuff. He's got this lasso rope. He's got this like these shoes that got jet wings on them and he bumps into enemies. And I will say the ending is probably one of the more emotional you you'll tear up but like he been through some stuff. I I I've yeah. stopped my beef with Kiryu. Ichiban is my guy. 
but Kiryu, you got like, my honestly, respect. Even the ending of Like a Dragon was pretty emotional at the end there. Pretty, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, th- I think they do. They're really good at doing those stories. I was sort of waiting on Gaiden for the um, the dubbed version just because I have nothing wrong with the the Japanese performances, but it gets mm-hmm. exhausting to read all the dialogue for when you're playing a game for 50 hours. It's different Same. if you're watching like Same. a movie, you know, but, it, but if you're playing a game, it's like eventually you're going to look away and you're going to miss something and it kind of all just bleeds together. Um, so yeah, I just, I, even, even if the voice acting's bad, I'll just, yeah, I, I, I will say it. this to your point, 100% agree. Bless you. Um, the actor voice, the reason why I have to, cause I played like a dragon with the English dub with, uh, with Ichiban. And I think he, that he's amazing now to, um, the Kiryu controversy. I know some people don't have issues with Yang's voice, but I will say in the latest trailer that they have for infinite wealth, I noticed an improvement. I don't hear like young Ye, so to speak. So I have to play the English dub cause I'm with you. I can't just read text all day. It'll put me to sleep. So yeah, I'm with you. I, I did. And so far, I'm playing in the English dub. It, it's been great. So, yeah, a lot of Like a Dragon. Especially, um, it's especially distracting in the action game version because you can't stop to read it. So if anybody's talking during an action sequence, you just miss it. It just like mm-hmm. flies by on the bottom of the screen. So, yep. yeah, like I played a few of the, the old school ones, like Zero and stuff. And I only got through a couple of them because after a while, I was just like, dude, I just can't. I, I need dubs. Have you ever please, watched? Please stuff. localize your game. Have you ever mm-hmm. like? I've had subtitles on for random stuff that we've watched here and there. But have you ever watched stand-up comedy with subtitles? <laughs> nah, it kills the terrible. jokes. Of, it's a bad idea yeah. because it's all about timing and delivery. And if you're like reading whatever's on screen, he they haven't delivered the second half of the line, but you read what's there and you like spoil the jokes half the time. So that's not, that's that's not even just true about comedy. Have you ever had a twist spoiled for you by a subtitle? in a like a drama not or like specifically that one we it doesn't Dude. happen often for us but it was just like left them on and we're like yeah just leave it there and then all of a sudden i'm watching comedy i'm like i'm getting half of this like ahead of the time it's weird yeah. it's one of those things you don't think about until it happens it's odd yeah that's that's that, that, that sounds terrible but yeah that's been pretty much it and then uh yeah probably gonna start my boulders gate um play through finally and that's um big boy Guess what? I had adventures in setting up crossplay. That was an adventure. They I hear how... their crossplay is pretty bad. Yeah, it's it, bro. You gotta. It, when I logged up the Xbox version, I logged into my Larian account. It wasn't there. So I'm like, okay, go back to my Steam version, and then you have to go into your option. No, first you got to go to Larian, set it up, then go into the game in the Steam version, log into your Larian account. Go into the options in the game, turn on cross save because it's not turned on by default. And then from there, it says like syncing to the server. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm figuring I'll go back to the Xbox version. It'll be there. Still says new game. I'm like, where's my dwarf warrior monk? Where's he at? What's going on? So you have to then go back into the options and the on the console and then turn on cross save again and then wait for the sync. So it's just these extra little convoluted steps. But other than that, it works. But I'm looking forward to getting into it. I got to get part of the conversation. A man. dwarf so, warrior monk. That sounds about yeah. right. Yeah, dwarf warrior monk. He, he's showing all oh, he's beefy. You got your down. shinobi. You got yeah. the beefy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's he about got right. Hand in hand. He's got a little staff thing. And bro, it, it's so, it reminds me of classic Bioware. It's so good. So good. Like, I'm loving it so far. So just, just starting. That's a game that I would love to play through. I just don't know when I'm going to have the time to do it, but it just seems so cool. All the different things. Faxons just got canceled. Yeah. Is that true? On Twitter. Yeah. 
They put something out of that mess. Of, uh, wait, wait, Naughty Dog canceled fa- factions for real? Here, it's right here. Oh, yeah. Yep. They, closed, they canceled a while ago. No. It was a little official now. An yeah. update on The Last of Us Online. We realize many of you have been anticipating news around the project that we've been calling The Last of Us Online. There's no easy way to say this. We made the incredible difficult decision to stop development of that game. We know this news will be tough for many, especially our dedicated Last of Us Factions community who've been following our multiplayer additions ardently. Uh, we equally were equally crushed at the studios. We're looking forward to putting it in your hands, but uh, we wanted to share with you some background how we came to this decision. The multiplayer team has been in pre-production with this game since we were working on The Last of Us Part 2. Crafting experience we felt was unique and had tremendous potential. As the multiplayer team iterated on the concept for Last of Us Online during this time, their, visual, visual, their vision crystallized, the gameplay got more refined and satisfying, and we were enthusiastic about the direction we were headed. And then Bungie stepped in. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought that was an important. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You stupid. <laughs> uh, we love you, Bungie, but, you know, I'm just speculation. Who knows? Yeah, you That did. was goody. I'm not used to that from you. Uh, in ramping up to full production, the massive scope of our ambition became clear. To release and support Last of Us Online, I think the, what you need to put in big, bold... 100 point font is support because you could release it, but support's the hard part. We'd have to put all our studio resources behind supporting post launch content, launch content for years to come, severely impacting development on future single player games. So we had two paths in front of us become a solely live service game studio or continue to focus on single player na- narrative games that have defined Naughty Dog's heritage. Um, we're immensely proud of everyone at the studio that touched this project, the learnings and investments in technology from this game will carry into how we develop our projects and all that's kind of wraps it up. Uh, I mean, they're not wrong. We know it takes a whole lot of work to support a live game. And if they're not built for that, and if it's going to be a sacrifice to the studio, that's a choice they can make, I guess. But is that a point where would you guys like to see another studio take the reins on something like that? Mm Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't feel yeah. like it could stay within Naughty Dog from what it sounds like. I, I, don't know. I, I mean, this is one of those projects that, you know, when it died, my first thought was, okay. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, what are we really losing here? Naughty Dog doesn't make multiplayer games. All of their multiplayer modes have been bad. You guys play the Uncharted multiplayer? Pretty bad. Some okay. people had fun with. I think really it was factions or uncharted. Like, yeah, yeah, I know some one. people enjoyed it. it. Had a, had a cult that, following. Yeah, had a cult following. The, yeah. the people who liked that were because they were on PlayStation and they had never played a good multiplayer game. All right, you, you had to go that hard. But, but you're right. <laughs> no, I mean it's true. PlayStation just didn't have any good multiplayer games true, back then. True. Now right. they do, but back then, like they barely had an online. Yeah, the online was very. I bad. think the potential with the right studio, though. Having Last of Us, having like you know, post apocalyptic. Why? What is because... unique about the Last of Us setting that oh. makes it good? I never said it's like unique, but I think if if like the right studio could take the time to do a a polished version of that, it could be kind of a cool survival. Maybe kill it. Nah. What? Like why? Like if you think about it tonally, does it make sense for there to even be a multiplayer mode in that universe? I think for me, is it, it's okay, the I'll finish, I'm sorry. no, I'm yeah, I'm just I just have a lot of questions about like what the purpose of that would be because if it's a if it's a pretty generic uh, um, 
post-apocalyptic setting, then you could just make another setting specifically for whatever it was you're trying to build. And if you're trying to make it Last of Us for a specific reason, what is that reason? Is it because you want to involve the characters or further tell the story? I really yeah. doubt it. Doesn't sound yeah. like something you'd be able to pull off in multiplayer. So then what is the point? My theory is mm -hmm. they were literally just using the IP because it is a very well-known IP and they know it would sell. It's really all it's, it comes down to. And I don't think that's a good enough reason. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, it's I think for, it's good for the business side. Oh, like G-Man kind of said, he's like a grungier. Um, I'm picking, picturing like Colorado mountains, kind of more realistic division crossed with something like the forest. And I don't know if you could even put those two together. If there's any survival versus like the open natural area. I don't know. It's just like in my head, I would be curious in an alternate universe. I'd like to peek what that game looks like if it ever got to see the light of day. Because they said they thought they kind of had something there, but they just didn't have the ability to convert into a live service studio and support it and give up their passion of making, well, movie games, basically, which is probably what Neil Druckmann wants to do. And if that's his choice, that's fine. They make great games, too. Um, it's more just a curiosity to see what it was, because there was there was enough time put into it. I, I'm curious what it what it looked like. That's more me. Yeah, yeah it, it, to me, it's more like. Because the first one, I guess my, my thing is they had they had an attempt with the first one that had a cult following and it was it was solid, it wasn't nothing you know crazy. But I think it was more like, okay, let's see what they could do if they put actual time into the mold, invest into the mold. Yep. And and for me personally, I just gotta be honest, like I don't like how I always give criticism to Xbox with hashtag just one, I want more, at least you to make one of your own new IP cinematic style games. My pressure on Sony has always been, where is your multiplayer from the ground up? Because I've known them to have SOCOMs and, you know, resistances. They, I mean, not saying that they were amazing franchises, but they at least made the attempt in the space. And I just feel they're starting to get too one-dimensional. So for me, I was just like, man, like, I would have loved to see what that vision was. And remember, we had the concept art yeah. initially from this. And I'm like, all right, you know, let's see what they're going. Clearly, to Travis's point, which I agree, we know they're going to cash in on the popularity of this franchise, right? But it was just, what could it be? So to see it canceled is like, man, like, I I'm just worried that Sony's going to get into this redundant area of only this style of game we make and nothing else. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, yeah, and obviously we know the the bungee tie here, and you know what we the reporting came out in reference to how they didn't feel there was enough stickiness for live service. You know, may have been solid, but nothing that they would say could create cons you know consistent engagement. So I mean, I'm a little sad as yeah. a multiplayer. I'm just sad because I just no, want. I'm them to be in that space i don't want them to be one-dimensional that's just me like i kind of toyed around with those uncharted or last of us one of their relatively more recent multiplayers they had like a grappling hook and kind of like swinging around a little bit it's just different environments i guess that i would be curious and then how they could handle just more you know whether it's you got trees and forest and a partial city and kind of just being able to explore so much of it i would I would be curious how deep it would go, but I think the problem is also it's a rabbit hole. It's like, hey, do you have a shelter? Or do you have a base? And then you can go explore. Is it how big is this thing? How much do you support it? I think it's I think the rabbit hole would probably never stop at all for them if they went down that, which as they said would be full live service Last of Us online studio. And then that's what they would be. And then you'd miss out on See, that's the thing I think I want out of them too. We've seen the if, time. But it was like we've yeah. seen you know, whether they do a Last of Us 3, which they don't need to, <laughs> they don't need that. But 
if they do like a new IP, I'd love to see them just tell a brand new story. Because I mean, Last of Us 1, Uncharted, those have been very cool experiences. I would just be curious to go along the journey of a new story. New IP, new yeah, story. If, probably going to do a Last of Us 3 to cash in on it, but I'd love yeah. to see a new story instead. Personally. And that, that that's my point, because this is what I'm trying to get to Travis, because it's like, they're getting into this drawing, squeezing blood out the stone of what they know is popular. You know what I mean? Like, I just do different, man. I miss when PS... This is what me and Colin agree. There's parts of PS3 when they were the underdog that I missed it, or they, or they would have, like, quirky, different type of experiences. Even PS1. Like, I just felt they took more chances. It's like, they, they've got the hashtag just one model. They know it It does well. And it's like, stick to that and nothing else and keep making it and remake the remake the remake. And like, oh, that's what, that more, was right? why I loved Returnal when I played it. That was outside it's of it. Yeah, it was yeah. refreshing. I mean, yeah, it was third person, but I mean, third person, roguelike, bullet hell with fantastic graphics and a story that was kind of trippy too when you played all the way through it. Like Returnal was a really, really good game. I never played it on PC, but even on PS5, it was a blast. Those are the type of ones, yeah, as you said, when they're outside of their box is kind of yeah. nice. So, yeah. anyway, yeah, breaking so. breaking news and breaking news, breaking news. May as well discuss. Mm-hmm. Um, on a more positive note, Travis, would you like to tell us about your first ten out of ten Woo! video game? Yes, I would. Let's Woo! do it. I love to talk Let's to you about it. it. <laughs> so, I'm ready to listen to it. If you couldn't tell by my, I don't know if you guys can see this on camera, Ooh. but my hair is actually overcoming a What's going on? slump. VR, VR helmet bump. It's uh, a VR helmet slump, and that's I haven't the, been that's able the to get it go away for like <laughs> yeah, the yeah. I'm not Caucasian brothers. I don't have that problem. Yeah, you don't have hair, bro. Let's not act like this is. Uh, I don't really have not a. Act like, come on, get, bro. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you black don't crack, but let's not go. <laughs> let's not pretend like you got a full head of hair, bro. He's over you there, know, like, yeah. Cog doesn't get to use the bad hair day excuse ever. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Me and my, nope. uh, you know, VR hair. Continue. No, but the reason, um, the reason my hair is like creased, I haven't been able to get this crease out of it in a couple of days because I spent. More than 90 hours in VR in about 10 days. So I played quite a bit. Nine hours a day, and, man. Well, that's nine hours a day on average. The 10 no. days I actually I actually spent like three hours of a couple of those first days. And then I like spent 16 later on. You know, I was like, I was like, man, I'm behind. I'm only in the second character. I mean, There's did you hook up like a catheter, a colostomy bag, anything else I can say just so you get to live in that world? No. I did do something that even the people at Meta thought was crazy, which was they were like, how are you playing this game so long? Because the Meta Quest only lasts like four hours of battery life. And I said, I have two Meta Quest threes. And so I charge one while I'm playing on the other. And then I sync my cloud save and I hot swap it and I keep playing. And they were like, that's crazy. (laughs) And first of all, when I told them that their team didn't believe that that worked. Because their team was like, no, that doesn't work because the saves are based on the headset. And I said, yeah, they are based on the headset, but you can go to Cloud Restore and then you can select the different headset. And so you just restore one save on a different headset and then you pick up and play it. And the, the meta team was like, that's genius. Like, we we should do that. Like, that's a good idea. I was like, no, you should have a better cloud system so that I, I don't have to do this. Yeah, really. that would be better. And Cog, I think you're muted, but you look very animated. Yeah, um, I had to mute myself just then. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, the uh, 
yeah, this game, Asgard's Wrath 2, I talked about a little bit uh, last week uh, when I was able to talk about the first 15 hours, but it is a massive open world RPG uh, made by the people at Sanzaru Games, makers of Sly Cooper Thieves in Time and the previous Asgard's Ooh. Wrath game, uh, which is quite good. Yes. Um, they're a super talented team. Um, I really like the original Asgard's Wrath, but it it comes from a different era of VR where VR was very new and it was also tethered to gaming PCs. And um, it was a v- super, super niche genre back then. And so basically, but that, that game does have a 88 on Metacritic, I think. Ooh. And it's, it's got a IGN gave it a 9.4 back because w- it was a while ago, back when we were still on the 100 point scale. Um, so that game is still very good. I actually played it just before I started Asgard's Wrath 2, just to refresh my memory because i played it back then but it was so long ago um so yeah i I replayed that game um and uh asgard's wrath 2 is a masterpiece which is why let's go it um it basically addresses all the questions of like what would a open world rpg with all the trimmings be like in vr and i'm talking all the trimmings i'm not talking like a pared down vr version of an rpg i'm talking skill trees, companions, Ooh. social links, wow. uh, open world areas, multiple wow. storylines, a roguelite wow. dungeon crawling mode thrown in wow. just for fun that you can do optionally, optional wow. giant monster hunts where you can go and hunt different beasts throughout the land, uh, puzzles, uh, you know, just like literally think of everything that you would want in a, a mounts. There's mounts you can oh ride around. God, your, that's crazy. Like all of all of your companions have a humanoid form, and then you can also turn them into their mount form. And, and okay. like one will be like a panther warrior, and then she will oh. turn into a giant four legged. Oh, so I can make I can make E a cheetah. I can ride. The that's right. You can get a cheetah mod. <laughs> you know that joke? Yeah, got so bad. That's an old joke. That's an old joke. That's an old, no. old flashpoint joke. <laughs> Continue. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, it. Uh, it has just all of the stuff that you'd want to do and you'd think, okay, well on a completely wireless device, like the MetaQuest three, it's probably going to run terribly and uh, not be very good. And it's really quite the opposite. Everything that it tries, it does super well. The combat is just awesome. I played it on the hardest difficulty the entire time. And like, you will get your butt kicked by these lizard warriors. And then you know, have to get good and learn different. It just it has so many good ideas. Like uh, you play four different characters. So the idea okay. is that you are you are a god who possesses mortals and helps them fulfill their destinies. And oh, okay. so throughout the game, you play four different mortals. And at first it starts out pretty normally, like you're playing a sword and shield, like Egyptian mm-hmm. warrior. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's got some cool tricks, like his sword can turn into a whip so that he can mm-hmm. whip himself nice. onto objects and fly across gaps and stuff. And then he can throw his axe. He can oh, throw right. his axe and then like uh, stop it in midair and change its direction or like mm-hmm. use it to pull down levers and stuff at a distance. So it's got some cool things like that. But then all of a sudden you get into the second act where you play as a um a water naiad a river naiad which is like a a water spirit and all of her equipment is living sea creatures like she's got like an octopus that is a harp but also Mm -hmm. a bow and so you're doing like ranged attacks by like playing the harp Mm -hmm. and then she's got like a uh, an eel wrapped around her arm that sticks its tongue out to use it as a melee weapon and like a squid that she throws out as a turret and so you're like all right this game's getting weird and then by the (laughs) 
all the characters get more and more kind of like out there until the end you're playing a literal dead guy who can rip off his own face and throw it at people to possess them and so like you know just it goes to like the craziest possible directions like you actually have to like in vr like rip off your own head yo yeah like that's the motion yeah yeah the motion is you like take your head off and you throw it at somebody that's out of pocket yeah so (laughs) even better if your like goggles were attached as you throw it you have this weird like spin cycle to go through yeah and so it uh well no because you're the god so you're the god your body stays where it is um but uh yeah like even like i was even like 75 hours into the game and they were just introducing new ideas that were such good ideas like uh the last character you play as has a ring, a circlet of prayer beads, mm-hmm. and uh, he can do this thing where when he's just holding them in front of him, the prayer mm-hmm. beads become a magical shield. And so you oh, can block fire, with it. fire. Or if you hold it off to the side, they just become loose beads and you can use it to whip to things so that you can cross gaps. It's like, just like uh, the, Shang-Chi, the, the Legend of the Ten Rings is what that reminds yeah. me of, kind of like yeah. having yeah. manipulation you, of them. But then you can also take the beads and pull them in different directions. And if you pull them like this, mm-hmm. You can create a portal and then open another portal somewhere else, just like in the game portal. And it creates a two way throw objects through or you can travel through it. And like just going on so on. late in the game, they're still introducing awesome ideas. It's just it's just crazy, man. Like mm. they just crushed this game. All right. Here's uh, so the yeah, here's the question from here's chat. The question to chat Go all wants to know. What's the chat? Number question? one. Is it Asgard's Wrath 2? Or Asgard's Wrath 2. Or Half-Life or, Alex. Which is your number you one VR game. Like That's level a great now. question. So here's the thing. Half-Life Alex and Asgard's Wrath 2 are both masterpieces in their respective genres. Mm-hmm. Half-Life Alex is still the gold standard when it comes to linear, story-focused, high-performant VR games. And mm-hmm. I don't think Asgard's Wrath Fidelity. even tries to compete with that. Okay, right? so not on a fidelity but problem. what Asgard's Wrath doesn't do or sorry, what um, Half-Life Alex doesn't do is it doesn't provide the same open world experience, the RPG experience where it's really crunchy. It, mm-hmm. It's just a completely different game. And so you're, you're just talking different genres and different disciplines, mm-hmm. but they're both masters of what they do. And so I would put them on the same footing personally. Okay. If I had to pick one, though, ah. I would pick Asgard's Wrath 2 okay. because mm-hmm. I like RPGs more. Okay. You know what I mean? Like I like what it I like what its genre is doing more, and mm-hmm. so for me it's a better fit. But like, mm-hmm. if you like slower story based games, and you know, if you're kind of more like a a God of War <laughs> over a Halo, then you're Alex. probably you're probably gonna like Half Life Alex more. But honestly, average Destiny fan probably mm-hmm. gonna like Asgard's Wrath Asgard's more Wrath. because it has more of a. First of all, it is kind of a live service. They're doing live events in it, like they have seasons where you yeah yeah they have seasons where you're doing stuff and they have leaderboards where you compete against each other in their roguelite mode they have a thing where whenever you die however far you got you leave your ghost in that room for whoever gets there next and you Mm -hmm. can either choose to make that ghost an ally to the player so when they show up you join their team and fight alongside them or you can try to make it a mini boss and so whoever enters that room your ghost will pop up and just attack them and if your ghost wins you get loot out of it Right, and so Yo, it's like, wow. yeah, like a dude, Dark they, Souls trap. Almost like with Dark the, Souls yeah, trap. dude. Yeah, they, they, add, they add, they add like Dark Souls and asynchronous multiplayer to the game, and that's not even the main game. This is all just completely optional shit they just threw in. 
um, in my review, I say it's just them showing off. I mean, it really is. It's just them being like, hey, and also here's this other super cool thing just for the heck of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's got a pretty decent story. You know, it's like a typical hero's journey, but it's it's fine. And the characters you meet along the way are great. It's got optional side quests. It's got explorable open worlds. It's got secrets you can discover. It's got awesome combat, four different characters that you can switch between. And once you unlock all of them, you can go back to old areas and play as the new characters and it unlocks new areas that you couldn't get to before because now you have new characters and stuff like that. It has a fishing mini game. You know what I mean? Like just, it's, it's just a, it's just a crazy RPG that I didn't think could exist in VR at this point in time. And not only does it exist, it's great. And it works on a wireless headset which means That's you can insane. fully spin around and like, yeah. yeah, it's just, it's just nuts, man. So yeah, it's, um, it, it is my first 10 out of 10 because I'm pretty strict about what a 10 means to me. It means me. this, this game is pushing the games industry forward. Oh. That's the requirement. And I think it's almost impossible to argue that this game isn't doing that because there's nothing like this in VR, nothing like it. And, and it's just, it's, it is their killer app. It's I mean, that's killer what I said app, in baby Quest 3, get that. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's built in it with comes Quest bundled 3. With yeah, the Quest bundled. 3, bundled yeah. with the Quest, man, if you get it. It's, that's bundled. real, man. It, it's refreshing to hear you say that because, again, I just dealt with that team briefly. And I, I was just worried. I was like, this is, sound, like, I remember when I was talking to them, it almost sounded too perfect. I was like, is it too ambitious? Are they going to be able to pull this off? It's just like, it got to the point, it was like, well, what can't you do? When I talk to them, you know, it's that kind of thing. And to hear you, you know, review it and, and talk to, to the, the, the great lengths of how impressive it is. You know, I guess the last question I have for you from the act standpoint, you know, from the progression, how was mm-hmm. that, you know, for you as far as from an open world game? How did they handle that? The act progression? Like the act, because you said you did all stuff, and then you get to another act and you're doing this with the other character. And all yeah, like, yeah. how's that progression so- to get to the act? Yeah, so because you're a god, the idea is like you can complete their main critical path and then you basically are, once they fulfill their destiny, you're like, all right, I'm going to go and help somebody else fulfill their destiny. And so you go to a different area, mm-hmm. possessing a different character and you kind of start that loop again. Gotcha. But some of, but all the other progression carries over because you're Got still the, the same god, right? And right. so you can bring the old companions from the previous character over with you and they still have all their upgrades. Gotcha. Um, you still have any skill points. Uh, well, you, you invest skill points in each character specifically, but if you're carrying skill points on you as the player and any resources you have, you bring those over. And so um, it feels like you're building one character, even as you're unlocking different ones, because they're all part of you, the God, you right? You're like, you're leveling up, you're getting more powerful. And then when you go to do the Uncharted Rifts, you get to pick whichever character you want as your avatar when you enter that world. And so you're you're kind of just adding like tools to your repertoire. It also has like really deep RPG systems where like you're unlocking skills that give you special abilities and there's like a build crafting element to it and you're upgrading your equipment. You craft items that give you better stats and there's runes that you can put into your weapons that give it different status effects and stuff. It's just, dude, it's just, it's just a great RPG. Like, even if it weren't VR, mm-hmm. you'd still be like, dude, this is one of the better RPGs I've played. Yeah. The fact that it is in VR and it's all designed gr- from the ground up from to the ground up. VR, yeah, it just feels so good to finally get to that level. And I'll be honest, I'm done with reviews for the year now that mm-hmm. Resident Evil 4 uh, VR is in the bag. I'm probably going to go back and play a lot more of this game because <laughs> yeah. 90 hours, get 90 hours was... 90 hours was me trying to kind of semi completionist run it and get to the end in time for the deadline. But like, I still barely touched rifts, the, uh, the roguelite mode. I still have 
some additional hunts to finish. I have a bunch of stuff that I want to go back and do. And yeah, man, this game's got its hooks in me pretty hard. Nice. Um, and honestly, Dang. I'm just, I'm super proud of the team because they're so passionate and, and uh, it was, you know, I, I checked out this game. I previewed it before it was out. And back then I didn't know if it was going to be good, but I liked what I had seen uh, from the beginning. And it just feels really good to see a team that, that that's that passionate and then you're like rooting for them and then they pull it off like this yes. because that's the um yeah it, it's it's also pretty unanimous i'm not sure if you guys have seen other reviews online i think i don't know it's like a only... 93 metacritic though it's like it's way yeah. up there yeah it, yeah ign was the only major outlet that reviewed it but like all the other vr specific outlets or smaller indie outlets that reviewed it kind of the consensus was like this is damn good so um, i'm just really i'm really proud of them that's cool. dope yeah, I mean, I 10 critical ratings. We're sitting at 100, 90, 90, 90, 90. Yep. Yeah, everything Ooh. that's got a score is a 90, and then you're the one at the top. But yeah, that's, yeah. that's yeah, absolutely. And I, and, I th- and I think most of the people who give it a 90 are probably commenting on the performance, which to be fair, I do comment in my review, mm-hmm. which is that it it's not the best looking or best running game in the right. world. Um, for a few reasons one it 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 runs on the quest 2 and it doesn't have any major modifications on the quest 3 version because they're trying to keep it roughly at parity um which i which i think they're going to change they mentioned that they do want to eventually make like a quest 3 textures yeah all that um so i think it probably will get better but like even if it runs not that great at times um i kind of liken it to tears of the kingdom right like Tears of the Kingdom isn't the most performantly impressive game in the world, but it's so good at everything else and it's so ambitious and it, it nails all that stuff it tries to do that you you just kind of don't really care at, at a certain point. Like I certainly wasn't bothered by how the game looked or uh, performed. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm just, I love this game, man. I'm really, ex- okay. I'm really happy uh, that I got to review it because I don't think IGN had plans to review it at all. And then mm. after I previewed it, I was like, "Yo, we need to." You review need it. to. Nice. <laughs> I was like, "I think, I think this Bruh. game's going to be huge." So, yeah. well, shout um, out to you uh, making somebody's day. By the way, Marie mm. Kyle looks like she's a producer on Asgard's Wrath. Her tweet, ah! her tweet yeah. is, "Never did I think I could work on a game that got a ten out of freaking ten on IGN." I've been crying tears of happiness all day. Thank you so much for loving our game. The countless days I watched the sunrise from my desk, all the hard work worth it. Dreams do come true, man. Like, I mean, you just gave somebody the happy holiday right there. Well, she gave, I mean, she earned that. I I don't like to think I gave it to her. She made the great game. All I did was play too much of it. So, um, and yeah, she, she's awesome. She DM'd me. We we were talking during the review period because she's, I think she currently, so here's the funny thing is she and this other guy, Mike Doran, are the two like leads on this project. And they literally are at the top of the leaderboard together on rifts like they oh, hardcore man. play this game. I think they both they're currently in a race to see who can 100 percent the game. And they're both really close. Like they have played this game more than me. And I was <laughs> it was my job to play it this week. So but yeah, like I think their score on on the uncharted rifts they each are at the top of different leaderboards with different characters and they're both in like the hundreds of thousands and i'm like damn dude yeah, that's hardcore that you got you guys are and they're the leaders of the team you know they're insane. like they're that's in insane. the trenches playing it i'm just like damn these guys are nuts so yeah i i i'm i respect those people a lot they they clearly love their game and and i'm just happy 
you know, sometimes like exactly this time last week, I was just finishing a review that was a four out of 10 and that did not feel good. The team that saw the review reached out to IGN and were heartbroken about it. And it was like, it just kind of ruined my weekend. I put on the VR headset to play Asgard's Wrath 2 with a bad taste in my mouth. Um, and it, it's easy to forget these bright moments when you're doing that because I always put my personal feelings aside and say, I'm doing this for my fellow gamer, for consumers that are that deserve to to know if this game's good or bad. Um, oh, I know what that you, one was. Yeah, sorry. You hate when it's bad, though. You hate when yeah, it's bad. Yeah, you hate it. it. Yeah, because you feel it. Yeah, it breaks you your it. heart. It breaks your heart. It's not even That's for, how I feel. It's not for you. It's for the people yep, that worked the on it and for yep. the people who thought it was going to be good and all that stuff. It just, it really sucks to see that happen. And so um, this was a glass of cold water <laughs> playing yeah. this game and just being so relieved that it was as good as it was. I mean, mm-hmm. it, I'm very happy that, to be able to say that. Good, well said. Yeah, I was just that, literally that, browsing the you Twitter. You is the way I internalize it too. Yeah, I just was, saw that on Twitter when I was looking at the, the yeah, Naughty Dog that, news. Uh, send me that tweet that uh, the developers and I want to want to signal blast that. Uh, yeah, one sec. Yeah, put that in the chat. So I can that's see. you. Uh, thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. And then that's oh, the. That's that's the Twitter post from the senior producer on the game. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's awesome, Super though. Dope. I mean, that's, that's awesome. Uh, I was listening to, um, I think it was Playwatch Listen. And I want to say it was Mike Bithel or Austin Winter, one of those talking about bumping into the Baldur's Gate 3 guys, like the team. And then they were mm-hmm. talking, and when, the way you're kind of talking about the passion of like how much they have for it, they were saying he's the, he kind of bumped in and was like, oh, love your game. He's like, I'm playing it. And they're like, where are you? And he kind of describes where he is and they have like so many questions. They're like, okay, so what's going on right now? Who's part of your team? And they just like get all into it. And I think that's kind of like, when you see that type of passion for any studio, it's really cool to see that type of stuff have the success to go behind it because the passion and love and blood, sweat and tears that goes into it, it's nice to see it rewarded. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, that's what's up with me. So we had Morla on the podcast for the first week of season of the wish. Yes. You were otherwise Damn. occupied last week, and we'll get to the game awards, but I didn't want to talk to you about um yes. just random podcast game we cover. You what know, game we cover. What's that thing we do? <laughs> How's oh, Destiny yeah. treating you, sir? How's your Destiny season of the yeah, wish going? Season of the wish. So I've, I've you know. I, I, I say this. Oh, one thing. Sorry, I, I was going to yes, say. Please. The legacy pack on Epic is free. Wow. So, Witch Queen, wow. Shadow Keep, uh, Beyond Light, that whole pack of those three, that is free on the Epic Game Store. So, if you own yeah. a PC, download Epic Game Store and buy it. If you've thought about it, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably already play. But if you know somebody who's maybe thought about it and they're on PC, crossplay exists. They can play anywhere. So, if they have a PC, tell them to get that. And that is. Probably one of the best, most important chunks to probably get for free. So no backseas. You do it. You own it. The the windows. No, it's free. Yeah, you, you still own it. Yeah, you would own it on okay. on PC. You would own it on, on the Epic Games Store. Epic. Yeah, because it's not cross buy, but it is cross saves. So you can play cross on there, save. and yeah, yeah. No, as far as season of wish, you know, obviously we start off right with uh, Amkara and Riven and the whole seance in a bit, right? So we get to see where the the story is going. Um. I thought River was kind of funny with the wishes thing saying like, 
well, I can't do anything because I'm dead. You killed me. I've got that like, I don't know why it resonated yeah, with me. You, you killed me. What do you want me to do? Like, <laughs> Yeah, what do you want me to do kind of thing. So we're getting that lower. I did like the payoff with the 15th Wish, you know, that whole bit. I thought that was cool. I am a huge fanboy of the Dreaming City and the aesthetic, even though it's reused assets. I still like it. So didn't like going to the blind well. <laughs> didn't like going yeah, to the Yeah, that, that was a fun earlier, like but you're like, oh, that's fun. Oh, not, not this didn't like that. I was like, oh, yeah, messed that part up. But then as we go on and then, you know, we go with the uh, the continued reason of getting her clutch and, and, and these other baby wish dragons. We got to find the eggs and, and meet with Mara. I like the contentious relationship between Mara and her. Didn't expect to see my boy Osiris at all this season. Yeah. I did a little. I did a little lore video. Yo, shout out to you! <laughs> I, I, what the hell is he doing over here? I to, yo, bro, I have I have uh, buy for my recommendations. Yeah, so yeah, I'm buy, in the buy, kitchen. Buy, buy, buy some the sick bay, and Ebontis is you know eyeing his food like. Hmm. Trav, I've been in the kitchen, and I hear, I hear the music. Da, da, da. I'm like, I'm ready to hear that. I'm like, hey, I know you guys expected this, but this is. I'm like, wait a minute, that's E. Like, what is he doing here? Like, what happened? Did like did he get his channel hijacked? Did Bife allow this? Yeah. <laughs> nah, that was dope. I was like, yo, he's like, oh, we, we tuned it in, to, you know, to save and protect my boy's voice, and he's going through it. I had a little Super fun with him because like Fallout had a joke in the because Fallout did it, Dado did one, I did one, cool guy, and I think Nomad were probably all of us that signed up, but. Uh, Fallout kind of had a joke in the beginning of his, and I was like, uh, unfortunately, Bife had a misinterpreted Ahamkar wish, so he lost his voice, and then, so I just kind of had fun with how he lost his voice to go with it. Oh, but, so good. But that whole lore thing was about the detail regarding uh, Mara and... Um, yeah. Mara and Riven. Uh, yes. I'll, I'll let you guys talk, though. I'll be right back. Yeah, cool. No, I thought that was fun. Uh, one of my highlights so far has been when Riven... Uh, imitated <laughs> shacks and the whole thing. Did you catch that part, Trav? With the um, the shacks imitation line and the relationship thing. I was like, "Yo, Riven is cold out here." <laughs> that part was fun. Look, That's overall, good. the coil. I mean, the, the what is it? The uh, the I call it like the coil light. I forgot the name of it. That's kind of just to get you warmed up to the activity. You go, you see the little pathways. You go to the boss, whatever. The coil I actually like, Trav. I, I it's it's long, but it's it's challenging in a sense, like in the sense of a marathon. And I like the progression of each time you go, it gets a little harder. You pick a little stat buff or you know whatever to kind of help you through. So um, yeah, the so far so good. It's probably going to be something we're going to get tired of after seven months. But as of, as of right now, I definitely feeling it. And I the only thing that's bothering me, even though I'm big Osiris fanboy is they're still trying to force understand the what's the the foolishness from life fall again the 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 polar opposite to the traveler what was it called the the veil the they're veil. still yeah they, still... they did try to elaborate on it and i was like dude nobody believes you no we, we all know you just made this up <laughs> you know you. I mean? like i literally read and you know i'm an osiris fan. i love the whole yeah. try to be educated and i'm like you ooga booga in this. Y'all trying mad hard to make this sound logical, and the veil is still messing up the story to me. It, it, it's like as soon as they let you, like, hey, like I'm having problems figuring it out. Just say, look, you can't figure it out. You can't go follow the witness. Whatever he's done, 
just get to the part where you say we're going to need Riven and this wish as the thing. But when you try to get into the scientific aspect of the of the veil, you lose me. It, 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 it's, a, it's, a, it's a painful reminder of how bad the narrative in Lightfall is. And I want to forget that. <laughs> That's where I'm at with it. But overall, you know, I thought it was, you know, so far so good. I played, played a lot of played a lot of banner. I didn't, I missed I missed out when it got changed though. What was the original form? Did you play the original form? Because I didn't I didn't know. What no, uh, yeah. he did. We talked about it last week, but apparently yeah. he he thought it was not like terrible, but clearly not as good or straightforward yeah. as control. So it's obvious why they changed it back. Yeah. But I will say it's that funny funny how how badly the community reacts anytime they try something even slightly different. But how do you feel about? I'm curious how you feel about the court because I I really ended up liking it, but I want to know how you felt about it. I, I, it's okay. I mean, Ooh. I, I don't know if there's a great reason to do it. They certainly mm. haven't given me a reason to do it because I, I think the weapons kind of suck this season. You don't like the season. weapons this season? I kind of like the weapons, the little, the, the, the yeah. what is it? The strand fusion that has the. Maybe, maybe I need to mess around with them more, but I kind yeah. of, the ones I've gotten so far, I've just sort of been like, okay, these are all right. And then uh, the event is basically just whatever the weekly story event you have to do is except for it's five or six times as long right so yeah it's normally like 20 minutes and it's not that i don't like it it's just that the couple times i've i've only completed one coil activity and then the other two times i thought i was gonna have enough time and then it just kept going and i was like i have to leave i don't i don't have time for this no, it's so, long bro it's, it's, it's a long. and what sucks it's like is 90 minutes dude. it's 90 it's like minutes thing yeah the the problem is shout out to um will prescott the thing i don't like is that if you play with blueberries and it is natural that someone can't commit to keep going lower and lower and go, you know, keep going with you. You're kind of, I, I had one where I had to do it like two people for a long part of it. And it's just like, oh, and then you start seeing people. I will say this. I love the revive bank. It adds a little pressure. Like, all right, yo, stop dying, bro. Stop dying. You keep tripping. <laughs> like it adds a little, it's, and I, I go for, I'm guilty. I always get caught with the little spiky trap thing. <laughs> I'm the dude that tries to be greedy with the pots and they put the pots all around the spikes and I'm trying to get the red one and I get caught. So I know they be cursing me out when I die in those type of deaths. But I, yeah. I do like the little pressure of a of a rev, of a revive life pool shared by three people is just to your point. It is very long, but it seems that they they reward people if you're able to finish it. But I don't with matchmaking it just probably Probably not a good marriage because it's like you you don't know if these people are going to commit, right? So you know you got that whole aspect to it. Yeah, so. that's my problem with it is it it strikes me as a mode that shouldn't have matchmaking options, and I'm glad that you can turn that off and play it alone. Mm -hmm. um, but that's a pretty big time commitment, and then playing it with matchmaids is a pretty big time commitment, and then playing with your friends is obviously the ideal way to do it. But um, I have a hard time keeping getting my friends to log on these days. Want to log so, on? Yeah, yeah, it's been um, tough. Yeah, it's been a little tough until the final shape. It probably will continue to be tough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I I don't have a problem with it, especially. But I, I'm one of those guys who thinks Menagerie was overhyped. Yeah, you always said that. Yeah, it's. I think people look through that with uh, rose-colored glasses because seasons yeah. season activities were so much worse before that. They were like we got a little we got a little cracker. We don't were, know how to act. Yeah, they were they were they were absolutely terrible remember there when they were public events and, oh, without and yeah, people that was... had to show up that's oh. what they were before menagerie and so when menagerie came out i think people were just like oh this is an actual activity and they loved it um but it's i think i think there's 
I think it's a little bit of Stockholm talking. And then the other, uh, the other reason they love it is because it was bugged and people could. Fall oh, it was eaten. What? Yeah. Double chested. So, yeah. The, the chests that you could run back and grab like Facts. six times if you were yes. fast. Yes. So I think people look at it through the lens of like, oh, it's hugely profitable and it isn't the previous seasons. All right. So let's have some fun, terrible. Mr. Contrarian. What yeah. is your, I think I know what it is, but I want you to say, what is your favorite seasonal activity in Destiny? Because if I had to guess, I remember you liking the season, the one with the ley lines and the roguelite taking yes, dungeon one thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I was like, that one actually had like a new kind of sense of discovery every week where there wasn't just a reason. I wasn't just logging in and doing the exact same activity just so that I could hear a couple new lines of dialogue. I was logging in for that, but also to see what new was going to be in the uh, the throne world. Like I really wanted to see yeah. what, what the new ability would be and what I would be able to unlock that I wasn't able to get to last week. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it didn't last the entire duration of the season, but for like the six weeks or whatever, where it was, it felt new. I was, I was, I was like, this is, this should be the model because it was great. They get to use existing assets, yes. get to use existing areas while making them feel new because mm-hmm. you about kind of expanding. There was like a little Metroidvania to it. Metroidvania. Yeah. That, yeah, was, yeah. that was cool, man. I thought that was cool. So it that, that really would be my, that'd be my vote for season. Yeah. That that's up there. The paths were good. Um, I have a soft spot, even though it's older content, as far as six-player content, I, I did like Sundial. I know people didn't like it, but I liked it. It was their first attempt at it. I felt it was, it was cohesive. Because sometimes six could get messy. But I thought the way they did it, that they had a different boss rotate at the end or whatever. Yes, Back for Dead, I liked it because Osiris was in it and a bromance, and we brought Saint yeah. back. Yes, it had lore implications, so I did like that. I liked be- that part of the season with the uh, yes. community event that was about bringing oh. Saint back, but I, I thought the Sundials activity was yeah, I know you ain't like basically it. boring the second time I did it, which is my problem with all of these activities is like they're fine the first time, but when you ask mm-hmm. me to do it the next week, I'm a, my brain is already just powering off. Oh, yeah. I'm looking for I'm looking for a podcast to listen to like aggressively. I'm like, how am I going to get through this? Well, um, I thought last season was well, why am I blanking on? I liked season of the witches activity. The um, I thought it had a good challenge to it. You didn't like the challenge of the um, what was it? Because it was Savathun's pit. Again, then it, it was fine the first time. <laughs> Second week, I was already my attention was already lost. But they be changing oh. up the bosses and they change little little things to it. Yeah, that's still not enough variant for you. Does it count as changing the bosses if it's the same knight that I fought fifty thousand times in Destiny? Except for now, he's slightly taller or a different color or something it's not different dude let's be honest every every hive you've ever fought is a thrall a knight a wizard or you know what i mean the asset problems don't talk about the asset. whatever dude i'm not i'm not writing a a a get out of jail free card just because they have asset problems that's still a fair (laughs) criticism like of course of course when am i gonna get a new mob i I don't know man it's just i know know that's what it is that's what's exciting you're getting boring by the redundant nature of the same mobs i know the sandbox is killing me dude it's been so long since and they don't they don't use the the new um Tormentor, tormentors a lot they yeah. Were gonna use. yeah they kind of save them for like yeah. almost feels like expansion or like a special mission here and there tormentors are not running around hive guardians are not running around a lot they almost feel locked to the expansion almost i think they run around neptune that's it 
Yes, uh-huh. yes, yes. But even wait, even with Neo Moon, Moon, I'm trying to think when when do we even see them outside? Because you don't see them in, in free roam. they're yeah, you're right. They might they might not show up. I feel like they get summoned during specific like activities, Ooh. public activities. But maybe I'm wrong about that. Um, oh, but yeah, cool. anyway, I just I, I'm desperately wanting the sandbox to get some sort of shakeup because yeah. the last real shakeup we've gotten is uh witch queen, which added, yeah. uh, which added, um, the light bearing hive. And I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, we got strands in Lightfall, So that's fair. I shouldn't, I shouldn't complain about the sandbox specifically, mm-hmm. but when it comes to enemies to fight, I just, I'm still not over the fact that the witness doesn't have an army that the yeah, I feel still haven't, I have not forgiven that yet. So I, and I don't know if I'm going to, and you know where that's fair because when Shadow Keep happened, we still, from my understanding, we didn't have a visual representation of the witness at that point, other than meeting him in Garden and Salvation as a reflection of ourselves. So yeah. for me, I remember Shadow Keep going on to the pyramid and we're like, yo, this is cool. And seeing the, you know, the, what is it, the avatar of the robed. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this must be the race that we're going to fight. And, and that never really came to fruition. They gave us the Tormentor. But we never got like you. You're right. A person, a being that powerful, shouldn't dress up callous and say, "Go get them." <laughs> he should have an army of dark, villainous type creatures that are tormentor like. And I'm with you. They never really fulfilled that for me. So I'll, I mean, I doubt it's gonna happen with, with Final Shape. I ask Ian out of ease back. I think, I think it's pretty clear that's not happening. Not happening. No, I mean, the subjugators so are. Um, right, the, the new, new subjugation. But it's basically yeah. just a strand and a stasis tormentor. Yeah. It's not really anything. It is and not a brand. Seem cool, but they seem like one new mob in what should have been like a full faction. Yeah, they kind of remind yeah. me of like a chieftain where they're going to have like different mm-hmm. crowd control annoyances. Right. As opposed to here's a sniper, here's a thrall, here's a melee enemy, here's like a brute. Like, where's your. And that's kind of where, I mean, it is 10 years of the franchise. That's where a little freshness would be nice. I'm just jumping back in yeah. where you guys No, no, you got, you got, yeah, yeah. Basically, you just recap. I just briefly was, I'm a huge fan of the coil. I like the, um. Have you done the, the full, yeah. Full I love four, the sh- everything? Yeah, I, nice. Yes. I love this shared revive system. I agree with Travis, though. The commitment to do it with blueberries is tough because you, it almost, you make a good point. You almost kind of don't need matchmaking in a way because I've had times where it was just me and one other dude, and someone bailed on me in round three of it. You know, really tough situations like that. The joke, the inside joke was I chased too many pots in the in the little um the red triangles. Yeah, but everybody points. needs to do that. That's the point. Is that's how you wow. get your points. That's how you True. get the better loot. That's how you get to the final room. Yeah, yeah right. people need to need to do that. But actually, I jump, but I ridic- like I'll flirt with the spike traps when I'm not supposed to, <laughs> and I'll waste the lives. Oh well, you're gonna be smart about greedy. it. Have you been yeah. close to running out of lives though? I mean, it's there, you get like twenty something lives. I've never been. I did the whole thing solo and it never got close. <laughs> you beast and like you, you don't play like cog, bro. Yeah, Cog, I mean, I'm not walking over spike traps and out. stepping on rakes every other moment, but you know, uh, I got my I have my little warlock floof moments sometimes. You know. <laughs> I floof in the wrong area and then you get, you get spiked up. You gotta be, gotta be <laughs> careful where you, you gotta be careful where you floof. That's fair. Yeah, yeah you gotta be careful. That sounds dirty in some way too. That sounds very dirty. Yeah, you gotta be careful where you floof, yeah. We definitely went left. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, like, the coil's fun. 
Riven's Lair is like an odd thing because it's just like do one random branch, which you may see a branch that may not be part of the rotation of the coil this week. But outside of that, it's just like, here's your casual one-off shorter one, but there's no pots, there's no extra loot, there's no... Right. It feels kind of dumb to do that, and then you get to training the stories. Wheels, training wheels for the, for the new. I mean, yeah, it's that, training wheels, but after you do a few of them, you're like, okay. Yeah. No, that's pretty much what it is. But like what I was saying, now I can recap with, with, with you as far as um what I was, was going through, which is pretty much like, look, story-wise... Love the whole interaction with, with Riven. I like Riven. Riven's diabolical. Uh, messing with Crow. Messing with um with Mara all the time. The whole voice when she did the Shaxx thing was hilarious. I thought that was good. Didn't expect to see Osiris this season. Um, but like I told Trav, a little disappointed because he's still trying to explain the veil. And I don't think, like, I don't want to no remember one that. Cares. No one cares about that. Oh, he's like, I'm still working on the veil over here. I'm like, we're yeah. doing a dragon wish to get in here so you can have fun with your research paper, but yeah. we're not we're not okay. doing that. The conclusion is I can't do it and we need Riven. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> the end. <laughs> don't tell me about the, the paracausal and I, I don't want to hear that. So we got that. And then um what I was gonna say. Yeah, I, um, unlike Travis, I I really like the weapons this season. I thought the weapons were really good. I loved the fusion, the strand fusion. Strand fusion has burst. potential. Controlled burst is pretty much like the fusion thing now, so that's fair. Mm -hmm. I've done that. Uh, yeah. oh, I'm trying to think. Uh, played a lot of... Oh, obviously we talk about Dragon's Breath. Solar 3.0, the artifact, is it's yeah. crazy. You know, that whole... It is basically everybody. solar. There's, Stasis yeah. still has not had a chance. Stasis... Here's, no. That is a solar artifact through and through, and if you do anything different, you're really shooting yourself in the foot. You're really shooting yourself in the foot. And played a lot of Iron Banner. Did that. Really? That was... Yeah, that was a played a lot. I, I, I played... That's what I was going to ask you. Did you just want the banana emblem? Is that really what you were going yeah, for? Yeah. Oh, okay. Banana joint. Pause. And then I need... We got six months. I'm not rushing that one. Yeah, we got time. But I didn't play it in its original form. Oh, I tribute? heard that was a disaster. It was, what absolutely. Happened? Okay, so it's like Supremacy, but then it's like the finals where you have to go bank. So you pretty much go around and pick stuff up. And then I was like, oh, cool, it's Supremacy. So I wasn't looking at the scoreboard in like my first game. Mm -hmm. And then running around, shooting people, picking up things. Somebody dies, drops a few, picked up a few more. Cool. Why mm -hmm. am I losing 52 to 2? That is how it started, and I'm going, I'm missing Good. something. No, I just was not noticing there were the banks that you had to deposit in. So then you're sitting there collecting some of these things, getting a group of them, and it's the risk of how many do I have? Do I risk? Do I run back for a little thing? Is there one that I can get to? Um, I had a couple of games that were kind of good if everybody understood the mechanics, was playing it kind of smart. They seemed very lopsided, though, very mercy-heavy because very one mercy. team wouldn't get it, one per team would, and if if you just started to deposit and the other team wasn't paying attention to it or not managing it well, it got out of hand pretty quickly. Something is kind of there. I get where you're trying to deposit those to get a little... The kill confirm is one thing, but then taking the pile of... What are they? Dog tags from Call of Duty, basically. And depositing those in the bank is... There's kind of some... It just needs some tweaks, some work, something to it, because it's not quite there. But there is... I could see something... But it's not quite. There was also weird mechanics where there's one of the engrams that you would see just bouncing up and down in the air, oh, no. like ten feet in the air. Oh no! Big, and it's just sitting here doing this infinite loop of bouncing, and then you're trying to wait for it to land on you so you could pick it. So it just needs a little work, I think. Um, 
but it had it has something potential. I see what I see. There's a little potential there, but I also think it needs work. Um, yeah. And the banks move every 35 seconds. That's yeah. Somebody said that it's it's they move, and you could almost be getting close to one, and then you dunk, and you're like, all right, let me get a few more, and then it'll come back, and oh. it's gone. Where'd it go? So I'm playing. I love that new auto. If you get that with I the did Iron get Man that. Auto with target lock, bro, I'm destroying people. With it is target. pretty laser like, bro. Yep. KD was off the chain. I'm lead. I'm like, oh, um, I, um, I know well, it's hold the gun on. now. <laughs> hey guys, um, what type of weapon did Cog just say he liked? I don't know what I said. <laughs> an auto rifle. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's an auto it's rifle. It is an auto. You're I right. don't like. Not, oh, enough, oh this enough, is Landa. this is an auto enough, rifle. <laughs> Look, you know you gotta you gotta cater to the casuals sometimes. You know they can't use the skill weapons. All or are the you time. calling yourself a casual? What's happening they here? Got, I'm, I'm a pulse <laughs> rifle dude. I do. I don't usually I use that. What it is? I started getting bodied by it, and I was like, Yo, what is this gun that I keep losing to? And I was like, Oh, that must be the Iron Banner joint. So. Then I got one roll with Onslaught. It was okay, but it was the target lock roll that I got. It is, and the one that it, it, every time you shoot, it you it, you do damage. It increases your handling and reload. It's that combination perk that I have, bro. I am bodying people like 30, 40 kills all the time, top of the joint all the time. And then you're gonna laugh. I'm being real old school sweaty. I went with um. I went with Lord of Wolves. I dusted Lord of Wolves. Why? Off. Why do you always have to go back to that? Because when they run, it's it's the damn the the, the dudes. The, they they run down on you. The, 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 they they ape in all the time, or they try to um use the fusions all the time. So I just either back up and they try to ape and Lord of Wolves. That's my that's been my counter strategy for years. I went to the lighthouse that way one time. No. So that's yeah. So that's my, my little combo right there. I just got to find like a nice little machine gun to um to kind of pair with it. You know what I'm saying? Probably like a 450 or something. A little legendary. I need. I haven't locked into a good legendary 450 or something to for heavy round. But other than that, I had fun with it. It was it was decent. You know, played some. Uh, what is it? A little stasis in there. You was it stasis? Uh, I forgot the three that they make you pick an Iron Banner this season. I forgot. It was, it oh, three. I didn't even pay attention to those. Yeah, I didn't pay attention to whatever. But it is what it is. You know, it's Banner. It's all right. You know, I just want the emblem. It's like the there. one of you 20 know. Iron Banners we're gonna have this season. You know, we're gonna have a few. Exactly. Uh, we'll see where the story go. That's just pretty much where I'm at. And just, you know, the seven months thing. That's all I worry about. Like, how are they going to navigate this? Right. Because it's so long. We're gonna well, have we have to an exotic this. quest next week. Oh. Uh, that's on the website. I mean, that's just, Ooh. it's the one for the strand bow, the exotic strand bow. That one will be coming in. So that exotic quest is coming next week. Mm-hmm. Then do what? The strand bow? Really? Interesting. I, I always like bows, so guy. I'm curious yeah, if it I'm can. Cool. Yeah. That one's got potential. Um, Do you know why they call them bows? Why do they call them bows? Because they're a present. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> did any of you guys start the, the dawning? Or are we saving that for later? Uh, no, I mean, I did. I made a video on it. I made two. Uh, no, I made one. Did it have lore? I know you do lore now. Oh yes, my god. I, no, I don't video. do lore now. Lore, lore I heard your voice in a lore video. You do lore. You're a lore. Those are different things. Creator. I put my voice in a scripted I read by script. That is what I did. I did not make that video up, by the way. If anybody's no. wondering. Sounds like you're a lore guy to me. 
it's like it's like killing Santa Claus. You are now. This does not sound like the same thing. This does not sound like the same thing. You are you. You are now becoming Bife. I, I can already hear the British accent coming yes, in. Yes, my voice. It sounds so much like the smooth yeah, tones of Bife. That's why you're na- that's why you're nasally now. You're starting yeah, you're in the changing. conversion process. Yeah, yeah, well, I got to go changing. through puberty too, and then <laughs> yeah, uh, you're the herald of the Lord. Now. There's so, yeah, pretty much no lore on Donning. None. That's fine. None? Yeah. I haven't. If there is on weapons or anything like that, I have not looked into it. I. My frustrations with the dawning are the fact that they are so stingy with so much of it. Yeah, with the spirit. So if you're going to spend time in the coil, you might get some ingredients, but you'll never see a snowball. You can go into the Vanguard Ops and see snowballs in there, which is probably the better place to do that if you're trying to go for those. Um, But then if you go into Crucible, you might get a couple here and there. So it depends on where you play. And it's... The coil, the thing's going to be an hour and 40 minutes or 30 minutes. Like I ran it solo. I mean, I ran it with Teddy and it was 38 minutes, but Shout out to Teddy. Um, he asked me if I wanted Plus, to run one and I'm Teddy like going, sure. Bless his soul. Yeah. Yeah. He still plays a little bit here and there. Um, I ran it by myself and it was 90 minutes, but either way, the, you're killing so many enemies, not one yeah. snowball. And, but the ingredients, I have a bonk Titan hammer. That is what I'm doing this season. No question about it. I will own it mm-hmm. all season long because this is a solar season. Mm-hmm. Three geeks gets it. Three geeks knows. It. Here's yeah. the E becoming a lore master. All right. So, well, I know what my Christmas break is going to be. My name is E. My name change is that, E. Change that Twitter name. <laughs> my name is E. <laughs> Yo, that would be hilarious to see as your channel. <laughs> I just started. I just started a new channel. Handle. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I, just yeah, need, I just need to find a Latin sign-off phrase that is not per Adasia ad Astra. I can't take his. Yeah. But, um, it's the ingredient dropping being stupidly stingy. Bugs yeah. the ever-living hell out of me. It's already a task. Every strike you do or every crucible match you do, you'll you get go. you'll get the essence of donning. You'll get like 15, 16, 17. That's already enough of a grind. One of the first cookies I have to bake on when the takes you through the quest to bake all of the them. Steps, yep. One of the first ones is for, I think it's Shax. Mm-hmm. I forget who. Um, but it's the one, it needs personal touch, which is a melee ability. Do you think yes. I've killed a few enemies with my bonk hammer? A few. Just a few thousand of them by now. I have mm-hmm. zero of that ingredient. Yeah. Zero. Like, yeah. I do not understand why you would have to be stingy on a drop rate. On the ingredients, when the essence is the thing that you've got to farm for anyway. He said he bonked us. <laughs> he bonked us. I like that. He bonked us. The bonk titan. I like that. Yeah, no, that's actually you. not bad. Um, that's actually it's really good. No, which you did. But I'm that's kind of did. like my main issue is you could shower us in the blue and green ingredients, and the essence is still going to be the thing you farm. Yes, if you want to go into the lightfall mission where you get the checkpoint right after the tormentor. Sure, you can do that if you want to, and that's your crazy hardcore people. But for the average person, the ingredients should not be slowing me down. Um, shout out to Three Geeks on that $10 super chat, though. You guys are going to start a lore trend. Um, mm-hmm. lore. That's my biggest one I don't get. That's that's my annoyance. If I go through and I get the gifts for giving cookies and all this stuff, but the biggest thing, I still got to go run strikes. I mean, you do a public event, you get five, but you also finish an entire coil and you get five. Yeah, that's bad. And that's it's always the thing where they never make the seasonal events and then the longer arduous activities 
make sense balance wise. You could probably run the whole dungeon and get five. I think actually Fallout finished his dungeon wow. today and you get five. I mean, you should be dropping 50 per encounter or something. And then they'll be like, oh no, people are then going to go farm the first encounter and da 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 da. I'm like, okay, well then make it progressive. 15 on the first one, 30 on the second one, drop 100 when you finish the dungeon. People are farming your dungeon. Oh no, that's paid content anyway. That's kind of the stuff that bugs me when you, that they shove you so much into Vanguard Ops, Crucible. No one really wants to play Gambit except everybody might want the Breakneck this season. That's the only weapon that's in there. I play Gambit every season. I'm, the, I'm the only fool. I love Gambit I, still. I'm sorry. I, uh, what is it? I gilded Dredgen a few times. I have not done it in a long time for a reason. Um, but that's my that's big cool. issue is it's okay that not everybody, you don't have to just shove everybody into the playlists. If you're taking away from the seasonal activity or raids or dungeons, you don't make those, hey, I want to go run a raid. Oh, cool. Look, I got like a hundred of this. Yay. Bonus. Nope. Can't do that. And that's one of those things where I have a question. Why not? As a player, it feels bad. So explain to me why this is a bad idea. That's my thoughts on the donning. Yeah, As for sure weapons... Mm -hmm. What's your weapons? I think Lego was talking about Glacioclasm. Ooh, I, I saw his video. Yeah, yeah video. I didn't see... I didn't watch it, but I saw the thumbnail. Um, mm -hmm. Depending on... I mean, if that thing got controlled burst, maybe. But that's also like a 960 or... It's a high impact, so it's going to be slow. Yeah. Uh, what else? You got the new glaive, which is arc, which it's yeah, how's fine. That glaive? How's that glaive? It's a aggressive frame glaive, which yeah, I'm not a glaive shots. main. Basically, the ever. Kargoroth was good. The Kargoroth one with close to melee was good. The solar one. Yeah, I think I that's what you'll what be looking appeal. for on this one. It's oh, the same thing. It'd be close to melee arc. No just vote, no vote shot. And that's no, sexy. I don't think you would want to be trying to beacon rounds. Yeah, you'd probably want beacon rounds. And Ooh, what did that? you just say? Uh, it's the new one. It's a new rocket launcher thing. Okay. Uh, or no, it's on the rocket pistol. I'm sorry. It's on the it's rocket. Like tracking something, right? Something like tracking shots. Yeah, I've got it on my rocket pistol. Hold on. Um, I, I yeah, my my monster mix. I didn't like hype impacts until I I got Aramite, and now I'm used to it. So I got a hill uh, a heel heel clip. Um, reservoir burst one that's sick. And I, I just go with 3.0 on that one. So beacon rounds. Final blows with this weapon grant your projectiles tracking. Do, dealing further damage extends this duration. Weapon kills grant strong projectile trapping for some seconds. And it's the question mark right now because we don't have the data. Stacks up to four times. Uh, dealing damage extends it. But that's on the rocket pistol, so it's a bit more consistent. So if you're talking a glaive, I mm -hmm. guess you might get a little tracking on it there. That kind of thing. Look at Enzo. Look at Enzo. I was like, it's Enzo giving. is just. Yo, I don't know. Like, bro, if, I don't know if you guys you, can see my are dog you finished right with now. The podcast. Yet. He's just like, um, <laughs> buddy. I need you to. I was. I love the look right now. It is oh, classic. Is, yeah, this is the stare off. Not moving. I know they stare off. They're like, you're gonna notice me. <laughs> at least pet him. <laughs> Oh, I do it. Oh, that's all the time. I mean, it's just funny. Like the, the acknowledgement, it's demanding right now. It's hilarious. Well, Enzo is hilarious. <laughs> he is. He is the one who will sleep all day, play whatever. But if he has a specific need, he's like, I need to go outside. Or if it's dinner time, he's yeah, going like... to let you know about it. Very. I mean, he even does the ex, the kind of exhausted exhale, mm -hmm. like. <sighs> 
Oh, no. He'll do, he'll get like, get a little attitude and sass on his exhales if he wants something. Be like, I'll even look at him and be like, is it dinner time? <laughs> he's, he's definitely opinionated. So he's funny. Um, that's my issue with Donning is yeah. take the Fair. friction out of it. It doesn't need to yeah. be there. I've already got to grind 5,000 strikes or whatever you want me to do for anything anyway. Yeah, it's the harumph. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'll be right back. He seems to want something. Yeah. Do what you got to do. No, it, it's do good. It. I, I definitely hope it's not a seven-month time-gated materials. That's <laughs> a week for us to, to do this nonsense. Did you get a chance? Uh, I, I was going to ask E, but I didn't get a chance to do the dungeon yet. Without spoiling, did you get a yeah. chance yet? Oh, you did. Yeah. What What's the trav feel of this dungeon? Um, I think it's pretty strong. I mean, I Ooh. I kind of prefer their dungeons to their raids these days. Ooh. Um. I think they're they're less afraid of trying new things uh, with okay. the dungeons. They kind okay. of have more experimental mechanics. Like I was talking to E about this last week, but like I won't spoil what they do in this dungeon. But in this mm-hmm. dungeon, they do something pretty unique. In mm. the old dungeon, they do that thing with darkness and light, where you're yes, prophecy or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's there's stuff like that where uh, I think they kind of refuse to get away, to do that in in raids. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of standing on plates and dunking yeah, things and kind of yeah. predictable crap. And I think it's because science. of the competitive side of it where they don't want to Good go point. too far into things that might break or are a little bit unpredictable or whatever. And so they tend to rely on the same handful of gimmicks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think uh, I, I think dungeons tend to be a little bit more interesting. So in terms of the flavor of it and what you're actually yes. doing in the world you're in, it's, it's awesome. Like mm, really, really good. That's big Mechanics are okay. I had to complain about them asking you to do a little bit too much too quickly. They'll be like, Hey, do these five things in 15 seconds. And you have to like oh, wow. remember to do it all. And it's not really even about the challenge. It's just about like the memory of like, Oh yeah, yeah I have to do all of these different things at the same time. Mm-hmm. Just a lot to keep in your brain. Right. Um, but I think it's good. I mean, it's okay. dungeons are, by my money, some of the best content we get in Destiny. So e. I am a little annoyed that Ikora is just the uh, dungeon vendor, though. Oh, yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, it's kind of weird, especially, yeah. E, your, your thoughts, you are a resident dungeon guy. So, you know, what do you, what do you feel? How are you feeling? You know, spoiler free, I haven't jumped in yet, but I know the general premise. But like, I, I generally like it. I like how you okay. start... With a little more action than some. I'll say that if you nice. haven't seen it. Um, I've seen it. Final boss has more movement and kind of chipping the health bar. Okay. So it doesn't feel like do this entire, like the opening or the setup for a Ghosts of the Deep final boss phase is a lot. Yeah. Run in this room, take care of Run your curse or your. Yeah. Um, Loosen hive over here. Okay, now which one? Line it up. Go over here. Do a Rubik's cube. Go over here. All right, line this one up. Take care of this one. Same thing. Go over here. All right, now you get about fifteen seconds to do some damage. Hopefully, you got perfect ammo. Oh, you've been farming ammo for a while because you didn't get ammo to drop. Yada da yada da. You know, like that. This doesn't feel like that because there's more movement to the entire arena, and you're doing chips before you get to the full damage phase. So I like that progression. Um, The middle one as a solo player feels a little chunky. I wish there was a little more scaling. I went through the entire coil as a solo player. I'm shocked. And I got the final room bonus room. Wow. Did the whole thing. Took me an hour and a half. 
but as a solo player, played it safe. I probably stepped away for a little bit or whatever after that, but I did the whole thing. Um, and the scaling felt, I mean, the bosses, they were chunks, like they were chunky, yeah, but for a solo player running around, staying alive, they, they worked enough. And I feel okay. like if there, it doesn't have to be massive scaling. I'm talking, if you're a solo player in there, 20, 30% is still going to make me do the fate, the, the cycle four or five times instead of five or six, like take just a couple of phases off as a solo. I proved right. the mechanics plenty. I think that's my only scaling yes. on a couple of them. The first earlier on, you'll see something where the scaling is probably easier and you'll notice that. Uh, but just that as a solo player, I, th and again, Salta Grandpa is also doing it in two phases. So more power to me just needing right. to get good. Sure. But for a lot of the average people, I think it is still a pretty meaty task. Yeah. And if you're going for the triumph as a solo player, you can't leave the dungeon. So then right. you have to do it in one run, which for some people could be a couple hours if you're trying. So that's kind of the point to where if I've done the cycle three or four times, I should be done. Right. And that's that's probably my only tweak. But it does the mechanics on the final one. I like how that even if it's it might be just as long. It felt better the way it's handled. Nice. Um, mm -hmm. But overall, and, um, cool, fun. Um, I like the repeat runs will be also in should be still be good. I think they've nice. I think they've managed this one to be near the top of the list. Oh, OK, nice. nice. Um, you know, a lot of people will say prophecies towards the top. Uh, mm -hmm. Ghost has some cool moments, but people don't like the water stuff. Yeah. Um, I think this will be near the top for a lot of people. I really do. If nice. not on the top nice. for some people. Yeah, I think dungeons. Are, yeah, I mean, we have to give them their flowers as far as like the hierarchy now and getting to that point, you know, where they are challenging raids very strongly. And and I agree with Travis with the mechanics and some of the unique things they are doing seems to be interesting in this space. I feel like they're more creative. They're more, they've been taking more risks in that space. And and it's getting a little samey with symbols in raids. I'm getting a little annoyed. <laughs> with yeah, I don't need to have symbols. 37 symbols in the yeah, battle shape raid. Kind of but that's kind of the cool thing is mm -hmm. I would expect episode one not to have a dungeon, but the other two episodes should have a dungeon in them because the collector's mm -hmm. edition of the key has a dungeon key. So we should get a couple more dungeons, which is... I mean, I could be a variety content creator. I'm still going to come back for the dungeons. You know me. Of I'm going to be for those for as long as the game exists. But this is definitely in the upper echelon of dungeons, no question. I think for a and lot of people. Loot, I would say, is yeah, probably say, where... Loot, loot? There are probably a couple uh -oh. things that might, but a lot of the loot feels kind of lacking. What's the origin perk on the loot? Weird. What is what they want you to do now? Uh, hold on, I'll pull up that weapon. Uh, so it's called Sundering. It says destroying vehicles and constructs grant this weapon uh, bonus reload speed and charge rate. Already lost me at constructs. <laughs> but it's just like, so you're going other objects created in the field. Generally, there's not en enough of those to matter. There's really not. Um, so that doesn't that, help that's me. That's kind of bad. Yeah. yeah I mean, bad. we have the little rocket assisted sidearm, which is, it's fun. It's a little rocket sidearm with special ammo. You're like, okay, I can do a little fun with that. Um, I have the picture. Hold on. Let me see if I have the picture. Yes. There's a picture of just the gear. Okay. Trying not to break the stream here. 
So you've got Sniper Rifle, which I don't think anybody's talked about. And then I was playing okay. with Cool Guy and Jingle on my first time through. Jingle yeah. got the sniper and was like, oh, this is awful. The scope Ooh. is very limiting. You can't see a lot of the frame around you. Mm-hmm. So it really blacks out I a hate, lot. Of... I hate when a scope ruins an otherwise yes. good gun. Yeah. I can't, can't deal with the, the ADS or the scope you're using. Yeah, so the scope on that one didn't get a lot of love. I didn't even look through it. It looked not great. Uh, you've got a caster strand sword, which have as much fun as you want there. You've got a strand bow, which we're going to get an exotic strand bow, but for a regular strand bow, I don't even know if it comes with hatchling, but it better kind of thing. Uh, and then you have the rocket sidearm. That's mostly it. And then your gear the is the... Your gear's your North Face outfit. I mean, that's your... Sorry, that's... I mean, that's not specifically what it is, but it's your... <laughs> they got to deal with North Face. <laughs> it's not, it's not North Face. It's like your South Pole <laughs> attire. It's your puffy jacket. Yo. It's your... It's the fur. It's like cold weather gear, but it's not. What What about since you're the lore person now? Like, what about the lore? Is it, so is the it, lore is kind of interesting with the wow, like an this. Ahamkara Chimera. I've I haven't done the full quest, so I haven't listened okay. to Bife's video yet either. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vengeful Whipper, Whisper does have hatchling. So I mean, if you get into a strand thing and you can sit in there like plinking little guys with a bow and hatchling every one of them, and you've got a warlock hatchling build, I can yeah. see that. I can see the bow being reasonable. Okay. Aster Sword. Probably not doing it for me. Anything too specific to it. The rocket sidearm, probably going to have a little unique. But the sniper and the sword, half of it, I'm kind of already out. Um, yeah, and if you Was can get... exotic? Uh, oh, God, what is the exotic? Oh, it's that weird little crossbow. That's what it is. It's a, it's a sidearm, but it's a... Oh, crossbow. It's like purple void looking. I saw somebody on a video. I was like, what is that? You mute it. E? E? Touch, touch my mute button. Touch my mute button. Yeah, you were saying yeah, it's the Void special it. crossbow sidearm kind of. So it's a sidearm, but functions as a, a double shot crossbow. Okay. Uh, I mean, I watched Ask Across this video because somebody he knew got it. Not in yeah. PvP, it doesn't seem like it's going to be great. And in PV, or PvP, it's still doing a double tap. It's got travel time, so it's not going to be the easiest to manage. Um. And the PV, I don't, I don't know if it's that exciting. It might, I mean, somebody no. void with devour, yeah. So it's like the dungeon itself is cool, like a really cool experience. When you go through it, you'll see. I mean, yeah. you will enjoy yeah. the experience of going through the dungeon. But the loot is not the greatest. I was uh, Kevin. We had him on the show a while back. Um, a lot of the dungeons don't have the best loot. It seems sometimes it grants devour without subclass. Okay. Call it. Yeah, Buried okay. bloodline. Um, what you call it? Did uh, the 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 Kylo one? That one was had some really nice loot in it. I felt uh, that one did. That one, yeah, because you had Storm Chaser for that. You had the mm-hmm. machine gun, yeah. uh, the void the SMG. Clip, the, the chill clip grenade launcher with disorient with um. Yeah, there were a few. Yeah, there, there have been a few, but there's also some. This one does feel lower tier on the yeah. loot. And the last one, I felt the loot was kind of eh. So yeah. Um, cool. So yeah, the 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 experience is fun. I'm doing it more for the experience to do the solo flawless that kind of thing. Yeah. But then also, uh, I was talking to Teddy, and he was talking about doing a master run of the dungeon, and I'm sitting there going, I just don't care because I mean <laughs> the only thing in there is artifice armor, and I was even looking at some of my armor pieces. I'm sitting here, I'm like, I have a 67, 68, high mm-hmm. resilience, a little lower on the 
um, recovery, some good discipline strength. I got all my stats and abilities. I'm kind of good. So yeah. for me to get a a better artifice armor that's actually distributed well, it's not worth my time. It's just not. Yeah. yeah. Um, you could probably farm the opening of this one without saying too much relatively mm -hmm. quickly if you were looking to try and get some sets, but it also feels like artifice armor should just drop higher. I mean, yes. that should be... You already have to get it to roll right, and you're running mm -hmm. through a master dungeon. Don't throw me a 60 or a 61. That's that should same thing as a master raid. That stuff should just not happen. It never happened. I mean, 65, 66, 67, 68, 69, 70 should be the range of master level loot in armor. Period. It should not be lower Minimum. than that. Minimum. And that I mean, you put the effort in, you should at least get rewarded with guaranteed. Because I guarantee you, if it was maybe it, maybe it should be lower. No, it shouldn't. You cannot give me a good reason on this one. You can play. Why would Master let? No, I would like seriously. Why? Here we go. No, this is. Imagine uh -uh. if you were the. Imagine, imagine if you were only person in the game with armor that had twenty stat points. Twenty. Twenty total. Ooh, here we go. Competitive balance. Here we go. So you're just gonna here's die my, my all the time. Let's go. Here's my counter argument. If you are an elite player who can actually pull off the master and manage to get armor that is that bad you wearing it is sort of a flex because you're like dude i don't even need the protection i'm wearing armor and my stats are all at i mean you could seven. just you take off and you could just back. you could like, just take off an armor piece and wear nothing in that slot if you really want to challenge yourself but that's just no can you uh oh, or just you go Fine, go to Zer when he has a broken weekend when he's selling like 53s. Do it that way. <laughs> I'm saying, what if it was even lower? What if the armor was See, this so is, bad? This is just garbage. A... This is nothing. Okay. But imagine, this is nothing. Right no. imagine E. It, it's terrible armor, but it looks amazing. And you wear it because you're like, dude, I'm that good. I'm wearing I would turn it into armor. an ornament and then I'd be fine. No. You can't flex. turn it into an ornament. No, it's a flex. I, then uh, then I it, don't care. If you wear it, it means you're so legit. You don't even need the help of resilience. You know what? I will look like a third player and stay alive while I'm running through my activities. Thank you very much. Yeah, because because you're not goaded. No, I will let Saltagreppo yeah. well yeah. the angelic. Saltagreppo could uh, have armor that looks like uh, the main angel in Diablo 4. I'd let him have it. I would not go for that if it was that much of a detriment. Imagine getting destroyed in a 1v2 on in Crucible by a guy wearing the armor that you know gives him <laughs> seven, seven everything. You imagine that how. happening. And imagine that person then going and making a video of them clipping you and just repeatedly just dousing people wearing that armor. Way to okay? take it over. I mean, if now you want to flex, me. yeah, go wear white armor and sure, go nuts. That's fine. But okay. wouldn't that be more interesting than just regular armor? We've already ha we already have so many sets of armor. Well, that's the annoying he thing. He nerfed himself. Yeah, like, you want to nerf yourself? Admit, that's fine. Admit I have a point. It's funny. No, I will, <laughs> I will absolutely. You want to know what annoys me more? This what? season they flirted with a set bonus, but it's on the artifact. So when the season is done, the armor set doesn't. What, the the set right. bonus isn't gonna stay. I'm like, what is no. it? Yeah, it's tied to one perk that if you it, it, you it increases your effectiveness of getting something if you have more of the more armor pieces of armor on. But then when the artifact goes away, gone, that yeah. benefit goes away. So I'm know. going, why'd you do it again? Very, very weakly. Very uh, weakly. I was so annoyed by that.
I'm going. Yeah, I did, I did see that. Yeah. So again, like, oh, set bonuses, half step forward, half step backwards. Yeah. No. So yeah, it's season of solar or season of fire. Right now, everything just explodes. By the way, sunshot for the final fight in the dungeon. Just bring it with you. It's nice. Oh, it's nice. Oh, it, it's really nice. Really nice. Uh, shout out to Esoteric. I was like, all right. So, and then final fight with that one. And I pulled it out and I was like, damn, that's effective. So I, for, I forget how good that thing is sometimes. Yeah. Such a, I got, it's funny. I haven't been, and it's probably getting shot. helped by the artifact, but, but I've been, what's been helped for me, it, it's funny you mentioned Sunshot because I've been using the, the, the taken, um, the King's Falls, basically solar version of it legendary version of it oh yeah and yeah. that thing is beast so it's funny i've been having a lot of fun with that this season but i haven't actually oh um I, yes you I know, know what I'm about. Yeah. yeah um Z- zowl's bane, zowl's bane. yeah i have one yeah. of those tucked away i got somewhere. a nice one and can't dance it but yeah i can imagine sunshine must be crazy right now yeah i have an explosive payload incandescent i tucked away somewhere so yeah yeah, yeah yeah uh yeah so i mean that one works just sunshine you can shoot him in the there's little enemies, so you can shoot them in the toe, so stuff is just exploding all over the place. Um, but it's very effective for certain parts of that fight without saying too much. Zally's Bane, yeah. Nice, nice. Uh-huh. Yeah, I got a good one. Pugilist, and I think it's one of those. Either incandescent or Playload. One of those. It's crazy. With the artifact, it's nuts. Yeah. Especially that last tier one with the uh, extra little explosion. It gives everything almost like a firefly type effect. Dragonfly type effect. It's crazy. Yeah. Anything else for Destiny before we talk about the Game Awards? Um, that's pretty much it for me. Nothing really happened in the TWAB, really, right? Um, TWAB was, was a nothing. TWAB was a nothing burger, so that's fine. Yeah, we did this. We shot this. Clears yeah, by go, that. Go have fun looking up the stats. That is totally yeah, fine. That was it. And I, I did like the um the little uh, voice actor and actresses. Do you guys oh, yeah, that's the press releases about the twins? Yeah, I do. No. Actually, no, yes, I do. I do, yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> no one comments. I just saw no some of those I got. I'm like, really? Press release? Uh, <laughs> all right. I don't, I, don't every, your... I, don't know, I don't know if every tweet is press release worthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Cog. Go the game awards. What's that? Give me one. We'll just go around the circle. Um, mm-hmm. Just give me one thing that uh, you got pumped about during the game awards. Ooh. I will say this We're up front. With trailers, huh? Well, I was yeah, going to say, I'll say this up front because I feel like this has been talked about for a week on everything else I've heard talk about the Game Awards. Yes, yes. Just the way the awards themselves were handled. And I think a lot of people yeah. have said this already. I thought IGN did an awesome thing because a lot of yes. people who received awards Love did when, not uh, get a chance did. to... Rebecca had a fantastic piece she's, about She's the goat, dude. Yeah, she's, she's killing it. That's what so, I, was I love that. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of people did not get a chance. I mean, best indie game. Sea of Stars did not get a chance to best even... Best RPG. Yeah. <laughs> best RPG was a byline. They were like, best RPG, moving on. Yeah, moving on. The speed rush, rush this list off. Yeah. Get back to the trailers, y'all. Yeah. So it was... That was very much lacking. I've heard that feedback from pretty much everybody I've listened to. Yeah. It's like, I'm in agreement. I think we probably all are. Yeah. Being as it's a three-hour show and there was 12 minutes of awards or something like that, and I think some it's, of that was extended. You have what his focus is. Exactly. I mean, that's yeah. that's not too surprising. So extend that a little more. Give people their time to get their flowers for the one they killed themselves to get these things out. Let them get their recognition. Mm-hmm. Um, that type of stuff, I think, is that feedback seems to be very common yeah. from everybody. So yeah, I just wanted to get out of the way up front. Now, yeah. Uh, what were your give me 
Give me, give me one. We'll just go around the world. Just, just one, one okay. at a time. We'll just go around. Big stuff for you. I'm going to start with Exodus first. Ooh, nice. Because this that's is your archetype. Mass Effect. I know exactly what that yeah, is. Yeah, that's archetype. <laughs> and I've been following them for years. And I want to know You're just what saying is. that because Matthew McConaughey is dreamy. Don't act like there's any other. <laughs> he's easier on that. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's a good looking really dude. Him. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> he's dude, a I, I dude. liked him a little too much for me, though. I was I like, bro, what I, was get to the game. I, was, I was writing and he came out and I was like, God. <laughs> Some dudes, dude. Can you imagine <laughs> me that good looking? No. I no. I my, 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 world, my world is so different, you know? Yes, it's a, it's a different life, right? It's a different life. How many so. doors must that open for you, dude? Like, if you just look like that, it's crazy, man. Shout out to Bacardi. He's doing his thing. But yeah, man, shout out to that team, man. Archetype, you know, Drew and, and a lot of the ex-Bioware, you know, that we know and love from classic Mass Effect. And I thought it looked really solid. I would say mm-hmm. that, like, the faces looked a little different. They, they chose, like, a very distinct art style, I felt. Yeah. But, um... I liked what I saw. I liked the enemy types. I liked what was going. The whole it gave me Mass Effect vibe. It, it did, and I, I'm curious to see the writing and how they're going to do. So that would be one of my my early choices. I was surprised to see it and how they showed it. Nice, Travis. What you got? One thing that I got excited about from the Game Awards. Yep. Any game? Was, what what was, trailer excited you? I was 90 hours of VR ago. Um, and <laughs> wait a minute. Before. Yeah, uh, I'll go with Dave the Diver and Dredge crossover. I did I not see that coming, man. <laughs> I, that was the first thing they announced, and as soon as I said it, I was like, "Dude, this seems like something that happened." Where like they both both of those games released around the same time, and I'm betting that one of them just called the other or DM them on Twitter and were like, "Dude, we should do something. Wouldn't that be fun?" Yes, this it strikes me as yeah. something that just happened organically. It's so. Uh, and they're I both great games game. too. Like yeah, you should play games. them both. And the fact that somehow they're going to cross, I was going, yes, mm-hmm. just yes. Mm-hmm. That was an what easy about one. You? What about you? E? Uh, I mean, my number one, just cause I've been waiting one. for it. Uh, it's wilds monster hunter wilds. Really? I didn't think it showed. Well, I was surprised. They got the heavyweight spot though. To your credit. They got that. They got the spot. It's like the, the follow up to spot. monster monster hunter world is the first one that hooked me. I tried okay. four on DS. Uh, I even played some of Sunbreak, mm-hmm. Sunbreak or Rise, whatever the more recent one is on PC. Right. And it, they had some cool stuff, and the old one did. But World, I put 150 hours into that puppy on P- PlayStation, mm-hmm. and I didn't even touch Iceborne because I didn't want to redo it on PC. Um, but for me, Monster Hunter Wilds, the way Monster Hunter is, you have all of these. I don't know if they're not specifically numbered. They kind of used to be, but all these little arenas and little pockets together yep. that you would go between. And then you'd run and kind of do the destiny thing where you might go from one to the next. Mm-hmm. If they can pull off an open monster hunter world, open that's world. Nice. Yeah. That's what they go for. And you got looks like a mount. I don't know if you can mm-hmm. fly that because the combat in it gets fun. And that's one of those that's rewarding. Hey, here's this crazy monster, but I want to go get your really cool armor set, or I want to build a cool sword. And it's, I haven't got back into a Monster Hunter for a reason because I've been waiting for World 2. And this is World 2. This is the follow-up to World. So for me, Monster Hunter Wilds is one where, yeah, I'm 100% there. There's a lot that I liked, but that was the one I'm going, yep, 100%. It's 2025, so that and Grand Theft Auto 6 for that year. But I am definitely there for that one. Nice. Kyle, next one. 
Uh, they went for all the heart feels for me. You know, oh, no. Oh. They went. I, I, listen, I oh, saw Sega. that shit. You Sega. know it, baby. You know oh, yeah. it, baby. Yeah. I've been clamoring for years. You guys are sitting on treasure troves of IPs that need to be. I will say revamped. there's one in there I'm curious how they pull off. Which one? Which one? Golden Axe. Yes, that one is going to be. I am intrigued. Like Crazy Taxi, I, I can picture. Mm -hmm. Shinobi, I can see. Like some oh. of those. Golden Axe for modern. I'm really curious. How, do, how does it translate? The cool thing is, I think Gene Park had the interview with. Um, the 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 CEO who who actually made the decision to kind of remake these things. Apparently, like they're going to bring a, little, a lot of the original creators, but also a, a new take on the vision. So I was surprised it wasn't like, hey, we're just going to remaster old stuff. Like you're actually attempting. Yep. So I like that, and I do understand that. Look, modern Sega Sonic had him on on his back. Persona Yakuza, we get it. That's the new wave, and that's what kept the lights on. But this is what we were here for. And I like edgy rebel. I, I like that. Like, so for me, what bro, romantic, I, I own the arcade cabinet Shinobi. So when the, the camera peeled into the before it even starts, I said, oh, it's like, what's going on? What's, what's they doing? No, I, I saw the Shinobi logo and I went, I bet you Kaga somewhere tinkling his little panties. Bro, romantic. <laughs> romantic. I was like, they doing it. They listen to all this. Because we've been beaten down. We're, we're the downtrodden, man. They you forgot us. You're Sega fans. Shut you up. should be. <laughs> <laughs> but we rolled in the 16-bit era. We dominated. You didn't this dominate is, anything. What are you talking boy. about? You didn't original dominate. Original fanboy stuff was going on. Y'all want to talk Nintendo? about fanboy? Nintendo Bro, didn't was... eat their lunch the entire generation. Yeah, it was like the Sega didn't dominate the, anything. Any, Sorry, any, no. You know, they, they had their time. <laughs> they may have, you, know, uh, you were a second class market. citizen and you're just happy to see them uh, get oh, some I, more I, stuff. I was a second class citizen. Look, but I, when Genesis, I, we had our chest out with Genesis, boy. I appreciate you, you for always supporting the underdog. You love to be on the side of the loser, whether it's That's Sega why. or Xbox. That's why but we're all 49ers I, fans, yeah. because after when I found the 49ers, they sucked until recently. <laughs> so recently. I've been, when I've been underdog for a while. They yeah. were great when I was a kid. They That's were, what I'm saying. Like, like they were very yeah, That was around. the area when I got into them, was they were good and then they stopped. Yes. And then they've been they bad for a very long time for until long basically time. Yeah. Kyle Shanahan, when he got there. Yes. And then uh, was Lynch, what is his yeah. first name? Uh, uh, what is John, John Lynch? Right? Yeah, just those yeah, two as a, as a duo. Yeah, yeah, no, since then. But before that, mm -mm, no. So, okay, yeah, no, so Sega got right. you. But real quick, I just want to answer Travis because you made a good point. That's why I connect so much with Peter Moore. If you did, if you did his history, he's all about how to attack as a challenger brand. So his DNA is all over that Genesis, I mean, that Sega era. It's just, I don't know, I've always liked that stuff. It's it's easy to like who's popular. It's easy to like the favorite and everyone's darling. You come with the upright and they win? Sweeter, baby, sweeter. So 16-bit era, Sega, that was mine. Trav, what was yours for the next one? I don't remember. Um, Blade? No, I, don't. I mean, look, I think Blade is sick as hell, but I, I'm not going to choose a uh, licensed IP as my favorite thing. I just can't. That's, I can't get that's there. big for you to choose it. Yeah, I'm I don't see you it. with the super. Oh, but I mean, it's it's arc, I, it's I arcane doing arcane. so much. Blade, Blade is, is so cool, dope. But I'm not. But I'm not. But I'm not going to choose it just because it's licensed and I'm paid. Okay, well, we're talking about um, it anyway, so it's yours now. So that's just what we're it's doing. Yours now. You already do it. <laughs> you said it. All right, yeah, well, that, I mean, look, they didn't show anything, but that team is talented, and Blade was, like, my hero when I was a kid. 
I love Blade. love Blade. Blade rules, dude. That nineteen uh, was it nineteen ninety eight movie. Oh yeah, te- New Order that Confusion. Movie. The opening of that. Oh, I brought New Order Confusion. Yeah. I, really? the, I was the only black man in the hood with techno in Confusion. That was the wildest club scene in in movie history. Oh, he yeah. thought he was going for a party. The party was on him. I was like, this is the greatest movie ever. Uh, oh, and then yeah, he draws the line on, like draw the line on the ground with the sword. Well, so you've got that scene, and then also there's the scene towards the end where he's. He finally like drinks her blood to get powered up and then takes a sword to like chase all the way through the entire final compound to get to like face Frost. Like that whole fight, crazy. he kicks the guy so hard he like bounces up a stair that I've trust me, I've watched both that of those scenes way too many times. Like, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Anyway, Blade is the coolest dude ever. So I'm very excited to see if they can pull it off. Yeah. Yes. Um, and they're a very talented team. Death Blue, Dishonored. How do you feel about third person? They're kind of that's first attempt, but I I I, I feel like for the sword play you have to. Be, no, you I have can't to, imagine they blade in first person. Yes, so that I'm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean that's a ghost. That's a person? mature Ghost of Tsushima, but like I mean, good sword fighting. Yeah, absolutely. You think they do stealth with arcanes? Uh, yeah, they have to. Yeah, they probably would. I I my guess would be. Well, Arcane's a very different studio now. People forget that. They've, they've had a ton of turnover and, you know, mm-hmm. they do different things now. But I kind of view third-person games as being slightly easier to make. Mm-hmm. I'm not a developer, but that's just my no, impressions based on the perspective. Mm-hmm. And I would believe that because there's... Bungie has captured shooting very well, and it's mm-hmm. hard for people to get... It. If it was easy, a lot of people would make shooters that feel good. There's not a lot of them. A lot of people have made good action third-person games, so I would say none are easy to make. Like, we're happy we get any games that we get, but I think from what I've heard, whether it's... Because, I mean, you have... Where is the gun actually located? Because if you look at a first-person shooter from third-person, the gun's all in the wrong place for the perspective, so I think you're right. That's probably fair. Yeah. Uh, so I, I I think if they can if they can make masterpiece level shooters, they probably can make a pretty good third person game. And more importantly, I am always a fan of devs who are passionate about trying new things, not so being forced to try new things. Yes. Like, uh, like uh, Bioware making Anthem, but when a team legitimately says, "You know what? We've had this idea for a game that isn't the normal thing that we usually do, but we want to try it." That's how you get the groundeds of the world. Yes, I agree. Which I think is Obsidian. Probably Obsidian's yes. best game at this point. Yeah, they I love it. Grounded. I love Grounded. Dinga, yeah, Dinga was so excited, bro. He pulled out, a, he bust out a real high kick. I was like, oh, ex- oh excuse, all right, he he ready, he's ready. Yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm proud of them. E, what you got? What else you got? Uh, it was pretty early in the show. I think it's called No Rest for the Wicked from the Ori team. Oh, that game looked fire. Yep. So it's so IGN, ice. IGN got a uh, got a got briefed on that one. Oh, nice. Um, so we we got to check it out. We have a uh, preview on it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Ori 1 and 2 are fantastic. I mean, the platforming in Ori is some of the best that you'll probably experience, especially in some of the I'll call them an exit rush. I don't know exactly what to call that, but if I say that you guys probably know what I mean. Certain situation where you have to go fast and mm-hmm. the precision that you get down to it is a very pres- it is not a forgiving platforming game, but it is gorgeous. Both of the soundtracks on Ori are fantastic, oh, and I cried in both of them. That, oh, but took, bro, I was like, that game didn't win anything. Like that game, man. Yeah, Ori was 
underrated. Ooh, yeah, if you want to go underrated. have your butt kicked by a platform and then cry while you're playing it too. That is, mm-hmm. yeah, they did some cool stuff there. So they've, mm-hmm. I know the studio itself has had some issues. I've heard because Moon Studios, I've heard some issues. Yeah, I heard, I heard, so there's that issues. unfortunate part by it, but no rest for the wicked. They went different art style. Yeah. Kind of has a little more of the sure, little stylistic thing. and isometric for a different view for them is different because it's not 2D. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looks very cool and early access is early next year. Why is Q1 so stacked? I'm going to mention yeah. one other one just because I'm talking about it being stacked. Yeah, March 22nd. Two games coming out. One of them's probably at least 100 hours. And the other one being as Neo 2 was at least 50 hours for me. You've got Rise of the Ronin and you've got Dragon's Dogma 2 on the same oh, damn day. Dragon's Dogma look good. Dragon's Dogma could be massive from my understanding yeah, of the first yeah. one. But Neo 2 was way bigger than I thought it was going to be. And that one, I mean, it took me a while, but that was like a 50 hour one for me. And oh. if this one's open, I'm, I'm screwed. I'm in trouble. Like this is a point where I can't play both again and I'm, I'm really annoyed. <laughs> I'll um, take Dragon's Dogma because I'm kind of over the uh, souls the Japanese mythology. Yeah, they kind of like we keep we keep getting the ghosts of Shishima like every couple months. I'm just over it. So it's an open one from Neo. I'll be curious, but again, also it is at Team Ninja. They make they make good combat games, but they don't always look graphically as high fidelity as some of the other ones. Even Liza P recently, man, Liza P got left out of the awards too and that game was so fantastic i was listening to the uh i actually attempted it oh nice great it. look it's Very great good. i reviewed it i love it but it should have been left out of the game awards Ooh. there's just too many good games well, i mean there are, that's nothing, fair there's a lot of good games so yeah. it's so many nothing against them but in a year yeah. where it was this year packed, was tough they, just, yeah. they don't even really make the list yeah this year was tough it was tough there's no rooms for eights when there's so many yeah, nines, nines and tens, and tens this yeah. year good yeah. point good point but I will be curious. Uh, you said you tried it though. Yeah, yeah. It's on what Game Pass now. Yeah, yeah. It was what it is. Maddie was so hard for it. And I'm like, you know what? I don't like Souls, but the way he described it, I was like, let me give it a shot. And I do like a lot of the systems. And, and I think for me, his movement. One thing about Souls, the plotting nature of Souls gets on my nerves. So the fact that he could run, dodge, the parry was cool. It's fast. It's the Pinocchio whole lore thing is cool the enemies are cool the sharpening of the sword thing the fact that it's cinematic and trying to tell a the story the end of that game yeah. sets something up that yes, i would that have never crazy. seen coming that's what that's what he said so he really really goes hard and yeah. I, I whatever they do next shot. i'm there that kind of thing i beat, I beat the first boss in the thing did it. and yes. i'm done, I'm no, done. That, hey you beat you beat that guy that is yeah. that's a pretty that's a starting skill check. Like that's yeah, it's the, a skill check. It, my thing is, I just don't like to be angry at this. this I think he's age. talking about the clown, though, right? Or the that clown in the carnival, that first one. Wait, did prologue you do the one on the bridge or like the big about, arena? Uh, no, no, we did the prologue clown and we were done. <laughs> oh, yeah, you exactly. did the clown on the bridge. Oh, you were you yeah. were thinking the police officer, and I was yeah. like, no way he goes oh, out of the party. The prologue no clown. Way. I was like, yep. Thank did you, you see the police officer? Dude, this dude he's... played the game for twenty minutes tops. We know. I played for an hour and said I did my part. Okay. <laughs> uh, that was, I think, the thing about Liza P that I did enjoy. Some of the boss fights absolutely whooped my ass, but I think while the oh. the mid Sorry. the. In between level guys, there were some that yeah. were just absolutely easy. beyond frustrating. Well, they were mm-hmm. frustrating or easy. Like the Joker in the basement of like a later on area, that dude can just go kiss off, honestly. That dude's talking about the guy who uh 
He's like what down is, in a basement area. Effect? You're talking about the jester dude. Who yes. Like yeah, him, yeah. He's awful. Yeah. Those couple guys are annoying, I, I, and then I, the I low just, level guys weren't bad. But the major bosses, when I figured out the fight, and then I really started to click with me, all of them are so fantastic. I mean, even the king of puppets. I will say one thing. I was listening to the defining Duke, yeah, Duke ultimate it. about yeah. of it. Um, yeah, they did the ultimate on it. Yeah. Um, the two phase thing. They did overuse that, but yeah, over they, that, that was in my review. Yeah, they overused like dude. Overused because the, the problem with overusing the two phase is yeah. that eventually you're just dying during the second phase, which means you have to keep repeating the first yep. phase ad nauseum. And by yeah. the time you finally beat the second phase, you're just like, dude, just get rid of this first phase yep. because it's just wasting like three minutes of my time. Um, it's fun it's to like, have a it's twist. Like, it's like having, it's like having a three minute loading screen between each new attempt. Yeah. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah, not yeah. cool. It's yeah. Annoying. Yeah. That's annoying. That, that can drag. So I think I just wanted to comment before I'll give it back to you. Oh, just that I do like the mechanic of, I believe what is it blocking and then it's almost chip and you can kind of get energy back. Yeah. It's like bloodborne. Back. Yeah. You fight. Something. Yeah. Yep. I did like that. No, I will say their parry animation and sound effect. One of the best. Yes. It is very vibrant, very explosive when yes, you parry. I love it. And that. I love the feedback on that versus when I went to go play Lords of the Fallen afterwards, totally different games. And like Lords yeah. of the Fallen's a deeper RPG and builds, but just the feedback animation for Liza P was really good. But yes. uh Rise like Dragon's Dogma's already been announced, but Rise of the Ronin I've been waiting for because I've I've enjoyed Neo One, Neo Two, Wolong, like that's that whole team. And it's open world, so I'm very curious to see what they do with their kind of first Ooh. open souls. So, but it, just the date is killing me. Yeah, why yeah. everything is these fit middle of February and March is like just going to end me again. Yeah, I'm screwed in January because I've got uh, like a Dragon Infinite Wealth and Tekken Eight literally. Yeah, we can reach out. I'm like done. Those All right, so what's your next one? Oh, uh, oh, definitely for me. I've been very hard on them. But I have to say, they finally gave me my request, and it looked phenomenal. I, I Hellblade too. I, I really, oh. I really liked that they finally showed me combat. That that was I was like, please, let's. I, I get it. We know you're the immersive psychosis, the voices. I love what they do graphically. It is man, this thing is oh, it's going to be gorgeous, realistic. Yeah, absolutely. So gorgeous. to me, it's just like, please show me any combat any improvement there i like the, the weaving mechanic i like the visceral nature you know that's my main thing let show me that you have taken some steps there and that's it we still got to see if it all comes together but i love the original hellblade i thought it was a unique twist on psychosis and mental health and if you play that game i mean you know you play that in dolby atmos or surround or whatever well, just put, a, put, a, put a good set of headphones on you'll have an experience bro, i'll whisper in and it is just that I think there was one thing where it's like complete darkness in one stage and you have to listen for the voice to, to navigate where you go. That's cool. It's just very unique. That's, ways, I, so. I could definitely see them doing something like that. That's cool. Yeah. Ninja Theory. I'm pulling for them. I hope they can put it all together. But graphically, you got one of the best looking things going. And I know the sound's going to be great. So now I just need to know the combat. So and it looks like it's coming soon. I think it, we may get it maybe first half. Maybe. Hopefully. We'll see. It was 2024. Yeah, that's it. I'm guessing that thing was like 2024. They, they wouldn't have put the year if it was the first half. Yeah, they had 2024, nothing else. I still think yeah, that thing's going to be later. Where it, where it launches. Yeah, I'm surprised it's later how long this one's taking. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if there's a scope creep happening because this is the yeah. first like, really big game they've developed internally. Um, Travis, anything with... else? Shout out for I'll you. I'll choose two for my last two. Um, the first yeah. one is uh, the Light No Fire game. 
Ooh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Team. yeah that game looks cool. You got to chill um, with the promises, though. Don't get in <laughs> well, here's, the thing. here's the thing. I I was real tough on No Man's Sky when it came out because that game sucked. sucked. Like, sucked. Like, if I was reviewing that game, it would have got a three out of ten. Like, it was bad, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you, you but, can go to every the planet there and you can. Yeah. And it has multiplayer. And then the first Multi- day they tried it and it didn't have multiplayer. That was crazy. That, I mean, like, there were. That game straight up, like it, it was not at all what was promised when it came out. But here's the thing: I think the industry learned a lesson at that point yes. in time, which is that if you get really small indie developers with a dream who are just talking about this thing they want to make, and then you give them a huge mic like Sony did, I think sometimes that is a mistake because you know mm-hmm. people people get wrapped up in stuff and yeah. get carried away and i mean yep. you've even seen it happen to peter moore with uh his mm-hmm. fable claims and that you mean molino, molino, get it right molino. sorry we got peter molino not no, peter my man, sorry. it's because you were talking about more earlier um <laughs> yeah no peter molino that that infamous interview with him oh. where he would not shut up and kept saying terrible Yo, remember when they had the little boy in the connect with milo with the, he's a virtual oh my god dude that i do not i still I still have not had that fully explained to me to my satisfaction about what the F that was, except for that it must have been vaporware. Um, but yeah. Uh, I I have forgiven Sean Murray for that, and okay. I think he gets it now that like what, he didn't, what he didn't realize when he made No Man's Sky the first time is that he was developing a live service ongoing game, and yeah. I think now he gets that, and I also think the industry is much more accommodating to that model than it was yes. when No Man's Sky came Good out. Point. Um, and so I, I just think we live in a different time and I think, uh, mm-hmm. Sean Murray and his studio and the things that they're good at, they're going to thrive in it. And that, that game looks great. Yeah. Um, and then the, the last okay. one I want to give a shout out to is a game that I did advanced coverage for, um, mm-hmm. before it was announced to the game awards, which is, um, the new heist game. Um, Oh yeah. Den of wolves. Yep. Ooh. Um, which I actually got to meet with the developers of that game um, okay. who, are current, who they're currently finishing up their last game, GTFO, which is mm-hmm. very good if you I haven't remember played that it. Um, it's coming to, maybe it's coming to console. They're trying to bring Ooh. it to console after it's finished. So that, that, that one's really cool. Um, but they are, as they put it, to quote them, mm-hmm. back, on their, back on that heist bullshit. Ah. Back on that heist shit, as they called it, because they uh, have some former Payday devs. And so this mm-hmm. game is a... Um, takes place in a science fiction future where the real U.S. territory of Midway has been converted into a laissez-faire libertarian uh, paradise bureau Mm -hmm. where corporations have autonomy and ability to push the limits on innovation at the cost of human suffering. And uh, this has led to a revolution in biotechnology where people's brains are their own security devices so that they're because they're more safe than computers and that leads to a new generation of biohackers who hack into people's minds to steal their secrets and so it's got kind of like a inception mm-hmm. psychonauts with yes. a lot of like adult themes and violence and stuff mm-hmm. um and uh it's it's also a heist game so it's got some you know sneaking into buildings but then also hacking into people's subconsciouses and it's kind of a trippy cool idea for a game it's still in pre-production so it's not anywhere near being like a real game yet but uh the team the their team is extremely excited about it and 
I'm inclined to be a little excited about it too. Yeah, so, Ben and Wolves. Yeah, looks cool. Nice. Ben and Wolves. Uh, so Blacksmith Wukong got a date. Oh just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, that game looks gorgeous, and it's phenomenal. Speaking of, uh, speaking of studios with problems, yeah, they're another one, unfortunately. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Theirs are real bad, though. Like, <laughs> yeah, real yeah. bad. I don't know if you guys have seen those articles, but they're game science. Yeah. Bad. So game looks really cool. Uh, every preview I've seen for that looks. High fidelity and fantastic combat, but yes, unfortunately, hopefully the studio stuff gets fixed. But that yeah, got a date. Yeah. The other one that's um which one we got? It remind it actually speaking of kind of like Ori, it reminded me of the 2D kind of Ori. Yeah, it's the Tales of Kinzara Zao. Yeah, that one for me, because it had look, it looked cool. like the fire and ice kind of masks or the two that he has, and he's got the different abilities to bounce back and forth between. But it looked like a very legit 2D. And if it looks like it's got the heart and the story that kind of it has going in, which what he talked about on stage, yeah. um, that looks cool. Like that one will definitely be one I look forward to. Yeah, no, which I, I like that. I'm pulling for them because generally sometimes those heartfelt stories don't necessarily translate to a good game. Sometimes yeah. the story of a studio and their journey and you pull for them, but you're like, damn, I just hope the game's good. You know what I'm saying? And that looked good. I was like, okay, yeah. that, that has potential. So I'm pulling for I think EA's helping them out. Yeah, it's an EA original. EA original. I think. Yep. Yeah, so I'm pulling for them. I'm gonna surprise y'all because I've slandered this man uh -oh. a lot and he didn't show a game yet. Oh I know who you're talking about yeah. He showed facial I animation. Like PT. I thought PT was really cool. I kept that on my PlayStation hard drive. And he came out the PT door. So to me, this is some form of it. We don't know what the hell it is. I don't know what Jordan Peele is doing. <laughs> I don't know, you know, but could you, I'm, I'm curious. You have my attention. I will say this. Even though I clown Death Stranding and it's still FedEx. On it. <laughs> you got five on it. Even though it's FedEx simulated a game to me still. Um, he was flirting in that game with these connective threads, and I have a feeling what as wacky as Kojima is, he's going to find a way to utilize cloud tech in this game in a unique way, and I'm curious to see what he does in conjunction with the PT thing. So, OD, I do, I do have my eye on it, and apparently it's the Avengers of... Uh, of, of, of who directors are supposed to be on. I, I want to see, you have my attention. I want to just know what it is. And I, one thing I will say, even if it's not good, it'll look, it'll look fantastic. Kojima does push graphical fidelity a lot in his game. So that's what, I'm curious now. I'm curious. So that's it. I'm surprised I'm saying this with Kojima, but yeah. What the hell is OD? I need to know. Yeah, I can't get excited about that. I, I also liked PT, and I'm glad he's working on a successor to it. But yeah. Between the uh, lack of anything to show and the <laughs> nine, nine minutes of waxing philosophic on wasn't, stage, I wasn't feeling how Jeff was beaming and how we we wasted. Like you notice, there was no wrap it up sign. They just let him. Yeah. go. that was. I I mean that everything that's wrong. I I said this uh, I think last week, but like <laughs> I know last week last week we did the show before the game awards. I said this on Bitcast. Said on Bitcast that uh. I would give it like a B minus as a winter E3, but mm -hmm. a, an absolute F as an award show. Like it's Facts. a terrible award show. It's a terrible award show. Uh, it's just, it just doesn't serve that purpose at all. Correct. And it's, it's just weird that we spend so much time dealing with like Jeff Keighley's 
own personal idiosyncrasies of like liking the Muppets and like liking he didn't like that Gonzo like, was out there like, getting dude, all that screen time. Yeah, it should it should be called like Keely, you Keely know, Keely Hour or whatever. Like it's just it does it's not what the name says it is Preach. at all, and Preach. that just really bothered me. It was Preach. a good show. It was good a show. crappy award show, though. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you are in a hundred percent alignment. Travis, you got any more? Nah. He said his last two. He said his last two. Uh, so one of so there's like the first Berserker Kazan mm-hmm. looks like um Berserker. I never know what to call the art style, but Guts. it looks really really cool action combat. Like over the top animations, big giant wind ups and things look pretty cool. Uh, and then also kind of in the same realm as the Dead Cells guys, they did Windblown like very early on in the show. But there's a lot of action combat coming my way, and I'm pretty happy about that, I will say. Mm-hmm. Nice. Those are my last yeah, those are couple, nice. I think, looking through some of the big ones. Yeah, Exodus, though, if off. they, I mean, I love, Interstellar is a fantastic movie, and mm-hmm. If they get into time, if they can deliver on a really cool RPG from the Bioware guys and somehow pull something like that together, I'm really yeah. curious to see that one. That was your first one, and yeah, you stole one of my first ones because yeah, I, I mean that also feels like it could be a next gen, and I mean yeah. literally next gen, like 2028 PS6. It mm-hmm. could be that far away. Who knows? But we'll see. Yeah, but yeah, that's most of what I got. Yep, same. Similar lists. Scott's funny. Prescott. Uh, Phil, um, Philip Carlisle in chat with the $5 super chat oh, as well. He said, is Hellblade the answer to Alan Wake 2? I don't know what you mean by an answer, answer? to. Yeah. I was like, I mean, it's not like it's, I mean, they can both be horror games, I guess, if that's what you mean. It's not like yeah. Xbox has to compete with Remedy, which is doing their own thing. I, yeah, I look like Alan Wake 2 is what do you saw more investigated? What would you consider it? Uh, I mean, it's survival horror. With, survival horror? Yeah, it's survival horror. Yeah. I would more say Hellblade is action horror, kind of. Yes. Kind of action horror. Yeah, a little different mental. piece to it. I mean, it's going to be... The the fidelity on Alan Wake 2 was very, very good. Uh, and I think Hellblade will probably blow a lot of us away on how it looks. Oh, but as you great, said... Bro. The combat stuff, I am curious how all of that comes together, if it's how much freedom you have, if that makes sense. Because yeah, the first one absolutely. was smaller arenas and puzzles, and I enjoyed the journey. It was like one eight-hour mm-hmm. stream, the whole, but it was kind of limited in, in how much choice you had and what you could do. You right. were kind of... So I will be curious how much they open it up. I think that's my yeah, biggest they, question they about Hellblade, because yeah. a lot of what was there worked, but I also felt like you can't do just mm-hmm. the sounds again and the what they had again mm-hmm. even if it does look prettier which it doesn't look like they will but that's my biggest question is how open it is i think yeah I, and it I doesn't have to be open world i don't want mean it that to way i don't mind if they stay hub based but where i'm actually my criticism of it if i had to nitpick was that they became too redundant with the symbol stuff remember with the puzzle yeah. symbols and yep. the, so anyway. i just want some variants and some different things and to your point how they open it up right yep. so yeah that that's my question to it uh, the p call out salute uh but yeah i mean there was as we said the awards themselves and that's why i shout out to rebecca for getting all that stuff i think on twitter larian studios did a bunch of stuff as well yeah. Posted a lot of stuff from theirs. A lot of cool stuff was announced that I'm looking forward to. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was like a winter E3 and I'm pumped for a lot of it. 
but on the other side, of course, as well, yeah, there was 12 minutes and three hours that we got to hear from the people who made all the stuff and not yeah. one mention. And this is where you have a big platform, but not one mention of the 10 or 11,000 people that lost their jobs in the industry this year, yeah. which is yeah, tough. Uh, yeah. Somebody was saying this is the last TWAB of the year. Like we're off yeah. for a month. Mm -hmm. So I thought there was going to be, if the quest is next, I'm going to make sure I'm not crazy, but that yeah, quest is where it was December 19th. Cause I think it was Riven's lair. Yeah. Available December 19th. Star crossed. Um, stars will be your guide through the dreaming city and beyond. And it looks like you're going into the garden of salvation. Uh, with, finding something within the black garden then you got the wishkeeper exotic bow so that's next week we don't even have a twid after that yeah, this right. is and they're back the on the 19th back. 18th like we're a month yeah. we get a full month till we get another twid tw twid twab whatever it may be mm -hmm. can you still get vex caliber yeah yes i think that was this year and that's still there mm-hmm mm -hmm. Yeah, if it's within a year, the exotic quest is there. Otherwise, now they're just tossing them into the rotators for the old stuff. Yeah. Same thing will probably happen with Final Shape. Whatever this quest is, and then Vex Caliber, and I think that's probably it for this year. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know on anybody's travel schedule. We'll figure out what shows are coming up for us, if there's stuff to talk about. If not, and otherwise, we'll see how much of a break we take. Um mm -hmm. Yeah, because the next one is what when do you when do you Christians do the your stuff? Is that so it's on a oh Monday. It's on a Monday, I so it's it. on the twenty fifth on a Monday. So I mean the twenty first of the twenty eighth are far enough that probably won't I be know. an issue. I, I when do you infidels do that thing that you do? Goys. You guys are goys, okay? Um but no, if I, I legitimately don't know what day Christmas is. I I know it's near the end of December. That's it. So cool. It. Good. Yeah. Yeah, you'll uh, just watch Twitter, watch our posts. You'll see what our next yeah, episode we'll is. Uh, I mean, I'm not going anywhere far that matters. So, I mean, I'll be around and playing in other things. So for me, I'll be streaming or on Twitter or making videos. And you guys know where to find me. What about you, gents? Anything, anything cooking, vacations, trips? or Yeah, just a little trip. I was, I was trying to spend more time with family, as you see. I put Mama Cog. Oh, Mama like, Cog on there, yeah. I said, you know, the gaming community knows you as Mama Cog every time I tell a story about yeah. <laughs> history. And she's like, really? and I'm like, watch. And I'll put the thing, and then people are like, oh my God, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll probably spend more time with, with that and family a little bit and uh, just decompress a little bit, rest a little bit. You know, it's been a busy year, right? You know, I, I feel for Travis. He never rests. <laughs> I don't yeah, know if, what he's going to do with himself. What will he do with himself? Yeah, Is there I don't anything know. He's going to rest about. No, I've got one more preview to do, and then after that, I'm going to make a short list of all the things I didn't get to play because I okay. don't get to choose the games I play true, 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 when true. I'm reviewing. And I'm going to catch up on some of those, but mostly I'll do other things. I'm going to do some yeah. writing, maybe do some comedy. I don't know. Yeah. You know, you're getting back. I'm like, you're going back to that. Oh, I, I still do it sometimes. Like I did a roast oh, like six months ago and stuff. So I'll 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 do appearances. I just don't do it every oh, yeah. week now. Like I oh, used man. to do it like three times a week. Pop into comedy summit. Yeah, Travis is gonna yeah. give a speech at his wedding and he's gonna end up roasting everybody who's there, like his entire oh, wedding actually, party. A 
I actually am giving I am giving a speech at my own wedding, which you're not supposed to do, but I insisted, and I'm definitely going to roast my uh, bride to be. Oh I'm very God. excited about it. <laughs> Sorry about that one in advance. Sorry, uh, Mrs. James. Yeah. Right, Come Mrs. on, it's gonna be great. You know who you married. <laughs> That's true. Yep. Yeah, she's she back too. You guys have met her. She's no, no, yeah, she'll fire back. Oh, yeah, she'll find a way. Yeah. Oh, she's gonna destroy. Land. Yeah, perfect. Uh, Very excited. She'll just walk Dude. up there and say like five words and drop the mic, and it's over anyway. She's Dude. seen my penis. She's got a lot of material to work with. I mean, we made my it. My junk looks like. Well, that's the like end. That was the end of the episode. Oh, uh-huh. Chris, what? Super chat. Uh, Chris, Chris what happened? Travis, wow. Travis, does having to review games mess with your enjoyment of playing games for fun? That's actually a fair question. Oh, that's a good question. Hell like, no. well, he wanted to know this answer, please. Hell no. Seriously, thank you for the hundred dollars super chat. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy and all holidays. of the above. Seriously, Chris Nuts. Sharp, you are a legend as always. Seriously, but, uh, the um, the answer is hell no. I I like reviewing games because I love playing games, and reviewing games feels like getting paid to do something that I would have done for free anyway. So. Yeah, I've. I mean, sometimes when you play a bad game, it sucks as much as playing a bad game. If you, uh, it, actually, it's it's slightly less bad because at least you're getting paid, paid for playing something <laughs> bad. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, that's so, fair. So playing make a bad money, game money, for make free money, money. is worse than reviewing a bad game. But getting paid to play a game you love, or even a game that's just okay, right? Like a seven out of ten is time well spent. Getting paid to do it is great. Mm-hmm. So, I uh, I look. I tend to critically evaluate games even when i'm not reviewing them because that's just yeah. how my brain works I'm just, a, I'm just a gripey whiny dude and so uh i i enjoy it the same amount and mm-hmm. i would not keep doing it uh if i didn't love it because it's certainly i'm certainly not doing it for the money just i was like i will say for me sometimes it's hard to play something that i'm not going to make any content over really yeah the opposite of both of you that's so interesting because for me if i'm playing there's always a little voice in the back of my head because this is what I do for a living now that yeah, if I'm not doing it. something that is related to either at least streaming something, like if I just sit at home and play something quietly by myself, I'm not streaming, I'm not making content on something else mm-hmm. and I'm kind of giving up time. There, are, mm-hmm. And that's why for me it is the streaming part of variety and that's why like Twitch is nice when I'm just like, I don't care how many viewers and stuff I have on Twitch. It's never been as, I'm never a streamer. Because when I do variety games on there, it's just fun to chat with people and then enjoy a game. And that's where the, like, when I play through an entire God of War, like Ragnarok, I played the whole thing on stream. Elden Ring, those things on stream. Those are fun because at least I'm streaming them. Those are my way to enjoy them. But Zelda, like, there's certain times I can't justify something like Zelda because I would sit there and stare at something for an hour and I'm like, nobody wants to watch even, no one wants to watch this. So there's certain ones it's hard for me to even justify streaming. So there's, there's those moments. I got the Steam Deck, which is nice, though, because I've been hanging in the other room, you know, like with the dogs and just kind of while my wife could go do other things or if I'm just trying not to be in the office because they don't tend to all three come in here. So right. if I'm hanging out in the other room, I can work on more indies now, which is really nice. Like there's Trinity nice. Fusion, which I think comes out tonight, if I remember, has a really cool kind of 2D art style. Like I'm finishing Dave the Diver on the Steam Deck. Nice. I think that'll kind of be my indie device, and I'm probably going to yeah. love it for that. That's why I use my rock. I got Cocoon done on, on, on that. And, uh, oh, yeah, I oh, you beat it? To talk to you about Cocoon. Oh, yeah, we, so we, good. It was because you. You was Bob. I was like, yeah, he, oh. it's good. It's, I will, I have, I'm going to say something controversial, though. First, the game is amazing. It's yes. tough with these puzzles, bro. 
No, dude, you. I, I, I described it as a cheat, like one or two. I was like, bro, it, I can't. This is deep level inception. I loved it. It was like 4D it. chess. Mm-hmm. It was great. Bro, I was getting stumped on a couple. I was embarrassed. I'm like, damn. When you get to the that. end, it's there's de- you got to go 4D chess on it. Yeah. But I, I love it. Was four to five hours. Like it was. Yeah. The perfect Excellent. size. And that was why for me, that Excellent. was almost one of my masterpieces for the year. I don't know if it's my game of the year. Alan Wake still might be. But yeah. just it. They didn't take it too far. Right. Because if they tried right. to add more to it and stuff, it could have been too yeah. much. It was just four to five hours of just, it was great. Really cool. And those I moments was... when you start to mm-hmm. go between, when you have yeah. kind of the first interlevel moment is the one of the best yeah. ways I can say it. One of those when you're like, when he flew to the screen and yeah. out of it, I said, oh, oh no, it's this type of level. Yeah. Okay. Of complexity we're doing here. So I was very impressed with that because I was. E, did you did you play or beat Somerville? No, I need to. Oh, now see now I'm I know back that, on you. I know, I know. Now, that's thing, on me. Those two kind of split. Because how long is so, that one? It's about the same length. It's yeah, not about, that long. You know, five, six, I need to beat that before the end of the year. I want them back together. It's like mom and yeah. dad split up, and they need to get back together because this is why. Even though Cocoon is the better game, because Somerville are probably there's some technical issues with the foreground and the background stuff. You're like it's art versus level design, and you want them back, right? Because I need someone to talk to about the ending. And it's, they do something on a human and emotional level that I, I like. And you've got things you can Somerville. Yeah. Yes. And and that's what I've got to get to. Okay. Get on some of it. Okay. Please. I game can knock pass, that out. Bro. I can do that. Knock that, that out. That, that, that'd be out. a good day stream or something like that. Yeah, I can do that. And it's, it's you, the, the wife, and the dog. Like, I'm like, this is I so I know. Easy. Yeah, I need to. I've, that, like, that's been sitting there. And that's not yes. that long. Sea of Stars is like 30 hours. That I still really, really want to play. But Somerville, I just need to knock out because it is, it's those two. Yeah. Yes. And your boy, uh, Trevor, I think Ryan is the one that uh, reviewed Somerville. I watched his review. I think, yeah, I think he reviews all those games because he gave, uh, yeah, inside a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, we, we share, me and him share very artsy, fartsy uh, similarity games. This this is probably just me just speaking out of turn because I, I don't yeah. know. I, I Ryan and our friends, but we're not yeah. like you know, that Thanks, type. Bro. But I think it's just that he's a dad and he loves bite sized games. So yes, game could be yes. When think. you I get older, you it. appreciate the hell out yeah. of. So I think he just likes anything he can play and just like yep enjoy it in one yep. sitting. And I I definitely understand that, especially after reviewing long games, I kind of just want something to play. It's for refreshing. Just it's yeah. such a, it's such a palate cleanse. Yeah. He, you're totally right about that in, in his choices, I think. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. You're the one who's been on his podcast. You son of a bitch. I mean, I mean, I met this awesome guy and before that on that podcast, uh, the, the reigning destiny podcast before that was a really cool guy. Don't talk about Destin like that, bro. <laughs> I was like, so you like talking about Paul Pasty, bro? I get it, dude. Feisty guy, he's cool guy. I was like, I've never seen him. I like this Travis dude. He's yeah. feisty as hell. He gives he about to smoke. I was, I was less feisty on that show. No, you still brought it though. You still brought it. You still gave him. You gave him. You gave him bars. I remember. I was like, easy. Like, can you think of two people who are wrong more often than Paul Tassi and Destin Legary, dude? That's like, (laughs) that's like. It was nice having you on the show, Paul. We'll we'll never (laughs) ever see you again. Introduction (laughs) to my guy Travis, my homie, and he knows I stand up for him. You know. He's yeah. been in the industry a long time. Some people don't like him, and I always stick up for him. Oh, they always stick up for Tassi. Even when we disagree, always stick up for him. Paul is a 
Paul's a great guy. He's a yes. good, good uh, personality to have in the space. Mm-hmm. Um, he just has bad takes. Like he thinks crafting is bad, and I'm like, bro, come on. Well, on that bombshell, I think this is a perfect place to wrap it up. Um, <laughs> one of these next couple of weeks, we'll probably have a show. Um, just hanging out. I don't know if you guys want to do something like our games of the year. I know we've talked about a lot, but we could do our kind of just discussion of stuff. We'll figure it out because, but we will have the exotic quest to talk about too coming up. So we'll have some things. We'll figure out when that will be. And then, yeah, it's going to be dawning for a little bit, the exotic quest. And we know destiny is going to be a little quiet outside of the weekly story. So we'll have to figure out our timing, but I also know you enjoy hanging out with you two gentlemen. So it's kind of hard to, Call it off for too long. So we'll figure that one out. Uh, but for this episode, a little extra long, little bonus episode for you guys. Um, and oh, Christopher wow. Sharp, just, oh, wow. Christopher I think Sharp, our, wow. he's our CFO now. So he's just, you know, he's on the board of directors at least. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, y'all have a great night. Appreciate the content. Uh, we appreciate the extreme generosity. Yeah. Thank you so, so very much. Much love. Much love. Thank uh, you all for rocking with us too, man. Yeah. Chris Sharp, I mean, we're episode 276. I mean, we're gonna hit 300 in 2024. That's gonna be God, that's gonna be something. So when we hit 301, that'll be a new record for our uh high guy man here. So yeah. We actually gotta hit 302 because we can't do like 30. We have to at least hit 302, because 301 would just be weird and be like, all right, I had to just do 301 and leave. We gotta hit 302, so it's Good not too. just this okay. thing. We gotta do at least a few more. Ooh, I'm only going to keep these yep. these two before they get too popular, too busy oh, doing stop. 20 reviews and ILP and all this craziness. Only I'm only... You're going to go for 30. You're going to be like, okay, so like my wife loves to read mm-hmm. and she goes through a lot of books. She's a very fast, pretty fast reader. And depending on life and playing with the dogs and working out and everything else, she still reads a pretty good amount of books. And she had her goal for like 75 books this year or 60 or something like that. And she's approaching a hundred this year. Oh so she's God. blowing the doors off of her goal. And I feel like Travis is the same way. He's going to do 25, 26 next year. He's like, all right, somehow I got to get like 30 reviews in. And I know you're just going to go I for I could have done it this year, but I took a couple reviews that took a month. And that always screws me over. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you go, yeah, if you go for hours of reviews, you probably have an easy record this year that you'll probably may never oh, yeah. get back to because Hogwarts was huge. Diablo was massive. Oh, you had some oh, Starfield was massive. You had some of the huge. biggest games of the year. Yeah. And still got 26 of them. So you're you're a crazy man, sir. So and I didn't even review Starfield, actually. That one doesn't yeah. even count in my 26. I just yeah, made but you, you still had to do play 200 hours. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. to me is harder for it because the, of the amount of time you had to invest yep. to get those guys. That's intense. Yeah. And we're, Cog and I are just like amateur casuals over here next okay. to Travis. We just appreciate yeah. there's one professional on the show and we're just glad we have That's one. That's true. You guys are both professionals. You just don't write reviews. Although... I will. I don't know if you guys saw this. Ains announced that his site did 50 reviews this year. Awesome. And I was like, and I was like, great. I did 26 by myself. Make everybody feel bad and be like, oh, by the way, I did, I did more than half your site on my own. How many people on your team? Yeah. All yeah. right. But but to be fair, he's using unpaid labor, so it's impressive he got any yeah, reviews. He got, well, he got fifty, <laughs> but 50 volunteers. Yeah, you know that you know that you know that life well. It's real. You're basically asking some. Will you please? please you you? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's literally that. Yeah, if you please. can get around to it, baby. Yeah. 
Uh, you know, that, it, that's so true. <laughs> you know, literally, that's so true. Yeah, no. Well, I, know, guys... I, used to, I used to write for one of those. Yeah. I wrote for, for free for eight years before I got paid to do wow, it. Wow, I didn't is. do that. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, if you guys somehow made it this far into the podcast and you're still here and I haven't been demonetized yet, and all of these things seem to have happened, please, on Spotify or iTunes, if you listen to audio, or if you haven't done it yet, just go in there, drop us a review, five stars, however you can. Uh, just helps more people find the show, which is always a good thing going into a new year. Um, I think I tried to wrap this episode about half an hour ago, and we are now a little beyond that. So for episode number 276, happy December 4th, everybody. December 14th, everybody. And for this episode, it has been... The last, the last word. word.